0: previously on quest friends
1: so what is it the cloud thing
0: that we woke up that's bad news more or less it's called the apocrita it appeared 40 years ago and it consumed everything it ran across
1: i think maybe the apocrita is still inside me
0: all right change of plans We sacrifice ourselves. We've never had an opportunity like this before. If the Apocryta is spying through you, we can spy back. I don't want you to go, though. It's funny. With all the excitement, you didn't even realize that the sun was setting
1: It's okay. You're safe now. Shock? Yeah, yeah, it's me. I'm so sorry. I didn't even know that you weren't okay. I thought you were just sort of wandering around on the ship, but then there I had you, and I- Are you dead?
0: <laughs> no.
2: And then, uh, before you can really register- there are two little robot arms around your torso and his face is in your robe mm. and he's going oh i thought they were gonna kill you and i was like wow that sounds like a really easy thing to do so i was like oh. better skedaddle and i had your staff and oh biscuits your staff
1: no no i, I i've got that that's fine too but shock will return the hug startled
2: what, what do you mean you have your staff
1: oh we uh there was this whole fight on the roof of the uh, of the airship. I, I feel like you would have loved it, but you were not operational at the time, and she she dangled you and the staff off the edge and I had to grab onto you, and we, we just sort of climbed our way back up and we, we fought Vera.
2: Who's Vera? Uh she, Oh, was that gym Lady? Yeah, yeah, Jim Lady. Gym, gym Lady! Yeah, she hit me with a car. I got punch buggy. <laughs> After a second of awkward silence, Ness is going to, like, scuff the ground with his boot a little bit because he doesn't want to say what he's about to say. And then he's like, I'm glad they weren't good enough to kill you because that would have been a bummer. (laughs) Oh, that was very good.
0: Okay, so it's... Uh, it's a few hours after Prom. Long enough for all of you to take up to your one hour healing, but no more. A few things have happened since then. Obviously as we just saw, Shock has fixed up Ness and, uh, Ness has fixed up some of his emotional baggage. Who knows? (laughs) Everyone was pretty dang shaken by having their souls stolen in order to, like, pull in Zev from the past. It was just, it was a bad day for everyone. There's been some order brought back. Uh, Jebediah has been working, and the armored Zeb, the one that we're always working on the ship, predictably did a heel turn to the most powerful person in the room, and are now obediently following Jebediah. As discussed outside of this in chat, Vera has now been put into the brig, which is just cars, right? It's just cars. Cecilos is also still in the ladybug, <laughs> though he is still in car jail.
3: She no longer has her powers, right? <laughs> uh, just checking, because we shouldn't put her in a bunch of machines! Oh,
0: oh. right. Oh, that power <laughs> that power oh yeah, yeah yeah um yeah
3: that one i shouldn't have reminded you i'm so sorry
1: look this <laughs> happened off screen we can just move her to not that place
0: oh but you can't because are you the cops in charge oh, Well, you asked us no. what to do with her darn it i did ask you what to do with her pout 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 and then you gave me an answer and it seemed like the most reasonable one Anyway, she's in car jail now. It's fine. That's great. Oh.
4: Should have just put the, the thing that Ness had by her. I don't know how her powers work, but it's she, if she oh, the- uses that.
0: That's actually a very important thing. So... When you opened up Ness, the shock, you found inside of him an artifact which quickly explained why Vera was still able to do the punches real good, but you couldn't use your nano powers at all. And that's because inside of Ness, they put in your kryptonite, which I've just created right now. It's a little cipher called the Datasphere Dampener. It's a small speaker that blocks out the data sphere in immediate range. And since that's what you use to access your powers, that's why you weren't able to use any nano abilities. Now that you have it, it's just a cipher that you shock own and you can use once. They were just they were using it to just torrent a really
1: large file and eating up all of my bandwidth. <laughs>
0: All right, so we've got Vera taken care of. We've got most of the ships. Again, Jebediah put everything back. Um, another good thing, the ship's dead in the water. In the air. Because in, <laughs> because the Prodigious requires a stratic Life Datasphere patron in order to operate, and you killed that patron... The ship now just doesn't function. It's flying in the air, but it can't move. It doesn't really have lights. You can't have any more smashed to potatoes because the ovens don't work. Whoa. Sarah and Chitters are currently up at the relay trying to fix it, but nothing really has happened on that front. That's, and it's been a few—it's only been a few hours, but also it's been a few hours. And finally, Sonny and Myra eventually reached out to you and said they had some stuff they wanted to talk to you about. Is there anything that you all wanted to do before then? Uh I mean other than ensuring that Ness is with
1: us and safe. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think Shock has anything in particular.
0: Alright, so in that case, all of you and Ness make your way into Myra's classroom. It's a lot more... Okay, it's not more put together at all than it was last time, but instead of being filled with a variety of artifacts related to Prilema, the floating kingdom of Prilema, that is, it's just filled with junk... Sonny and Myra tried to figure out what they like from like 60 plus years of living in the span of three days. So you've got things that like little kids would play with. You've got like edgy teen albums, half of which are Everett's. <laughs> You've got, like, the philosophical phase of books. They've really checked out as much as they could in the past while. But there is a small table that has just a handful of the really important artifacts related to Prylema. And that's the table you're ushered to when you come in by a very excited Myra. And an excited but less understanding about why she's excited Sonny. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm glad all of you were able to come. Um, yeah, I've I've got some really great things to show you here. But before we start, might I say all of you did an exceptional job with that jagged dream thing that you had to deal with. Uh, thank you? Oh, you're very welcome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you did great. Myra is kind of waving her hands, but you can tell that even though she just almost died by it, she... Doesn't really care about the jagged dream stuff compared to what she has to show you. Yeah, should we just get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so Myra ushers you over to the table while Sunny goes off to get another batch of cotton candy to eat. And Myra just says, so could you help refresh me? What What do you all know about the apocrypha? I, I don't want to repeat things that you already know. Uh, that would be very, it would be wasteful for me as an instructor.
1: Huh? Well, we've heard the story about how the Apocryta came out all those years ago, and how the heroes of Navarine were evacuating towns from it and trying to keep people safe until that one day that Aegon flew into the storm and just sort of went away. I think we had pieced together that it sort of sucks people up after the spiders get to you, because I had a, a pretty close call with that myself. And now we know that Aegon is, uh, his body at least is still alive in the storm, and it's either using his memories, or he's controlling it, or something like that, because it's not acting like it used to. It's hunting the heroes of Navarine, and possibly us too now.
2: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I've been on this boat for my entire life, and I'm only just now hearing about clouds of spires. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Why didn't you tell me? I've been bored this whole time! I'm sorry! <laughs> and we're fighting spiders? That's so much cooler than literally anything else you've ever said! There's <laughs> no, been a lot going on! <sighs> Ness stomps off and starts opening books at random. They didn't have
0: their memories.
2: We were trying to help them.
0: <laughs> so, Myra, who had shared a kind of concerned look with Sunny when you had mentioned that it was now potentially using Aegon's memories to hunt down every else. Upon hearing that Ness wants to know everything, and just really excited about a youth who wants to learn, just immediately breaks into a diatribe about all the things that the Apocryta does.
2: Ness just, like, nods while she's talking, because yes, yes, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Spiders. <laughs>
0: I am very smart. <laughs> and while Ness is doing this, Shock, you turn over and you see Lowell is actually looking at one of the books that Ness has flipped over. And he just turns over to you and says, who even are these nerds, man? What, these two? Yeah, these, these randos. Why are you talking to them about the Apocrypha? And he just like stares at Myra and Sunny. The way someone would stare at someone that they know or vaguely have heard about and they don't like. Uh...
1: I'll, I'll tell you later. We we need to take care of us before something worse happens to this boat.
4: Can I have noticed this? Yeah, can we all notice Shock? Lift? Yeah, yeah,
1: Shock is just saying this out loud. He is just turned and is like speaking to thin air.
4: I want had to mentally speak to Loyal and say, you better not distract us from what we're here to do. <laughs>
3: I just want to shoot my closet wherever he's speaking to, like that general direction.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 please don't. Please don't do that. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry for getting you bored with with things that you already know about. We'll start talking about interesting stuff <laughs> right now. I promise. No, no, you
3: don't need
1: to worry. I, I, I don't,
0: it's, uh, it's other things. It's ongoing problems. We'll, we'll tell you after. After a talk.
3: Do you want some water?
0: <laughs> you know, I really could use some water. Yes, please. Thank you.
3: I would get you some, but I don't actually know where it was. I just thought it would
4: be soothing to say that. I, I could <laughs> have my aunt friends go search some water, but it would come in little droplets, so I- to fill a glass, it would take a really long time. <laughs> but if you're patient <laughs> enough, I can bring it to you.
1: <laughs> can Shock
0: notice a glass of water nearby?
2: Roll the perception check. Hallie, you're not allowed <laughs> to yeah, tell yes, him. Oh yes, yes you, notice,
0: can. you notice a glass, but it's not filled with water, <laughs> so Sunny helpfully comes over, grabs some of her cloud, and just like, rings it out like a dish towel Ew. so bits of rainwater <laughs> fall Ew. into it. This isn't what I wanted. <laughs> and then so, Myra will take a big sip of water. We, uh... We weren't ready when the Apocryta hit 40 years ago. There are strange things in the steadfast. Stranger still in the beyond. But the Apocrypha wasn't from the Steadfast or the Beyond. It was from beyond the Beyond. And, and we, we as the heroes of Navarine had, had just started. So there was, you know, Sue and Marv. There was Maul and Mako and Freddy. There was the Professor. There was her and, and us. And, and of course, there was, was Anuki as well. Aegon, the poor boy, kept everyone at a distance. He only really got to know the Professor and Anuki, and that was because they could read minds. The Professor, of course, had the ability to see into one's thoughts, and then Anuki... Well, Anuki was his Z-Drake. I don't know if you've heard of them before. They're these large winged creatures with with fins that come out of their heads, and, well, when they meet with someone and they bond with them, they form a kind of uh, psychic connection. Even though Anuki was the only one of us who couldn't actually speak with Aegon, I think she was the only one who really understood him. He was bullheaded, he had his own direction of how he wanted to go with things, and he didn't really care to hear about the rest of them. There's a reason that despite all of our doubt, we felt the need to stay as the professor for so long. But he, he did care. He, he showed it in odd ways, and Myra pulls out a copy of her photo of the Heroes of Navarine. But but he he did care. That's why Marv's death hit him so hard. The first person we ever saw get consumed by the Apocryda was Sue's husband, Marv. We didn't have the good sense you all did to run. We tried to face it head-on, and... Everyone worked twice as hard afterwards. Sue kept trying to broker as many relationships as she could in order to get people as far away as possible. Mav and Mako were developing new methods of fighting the Apocryta and helping people defend themselves against it. And, well, the professor, um, well, she just, she found the way to defeat it. And at this point, Myra's going to pull out the pages woven with glittering powder, the ones from the uh, floating kingdom of Prilema that you were able to read last time you came here. The first page, just a repeat of what you had read, had said, Once again, our kingdom was found. Our strategy of retreating is simply not safe. In order to defeat the invading spiders, we must use... And at this point, Myra pulls out the second page. And that page simply says... blessing what what does that mean well it's um (laughs) it's it's this and myra points to the rest of that page that you had read which contains a diagram or an image of a spear with prismatic markings on it and threads extending out from the staff some of these are wrapped around the device and others seem to be reaching out searching for someone something you need to understand shock before Prilema invaded the steadfast, the Apocryta invaded Prilema. And and, and as I'm sure you know, uh, it's 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 kind of hard to fight a uh it's hard to fight a cloud. It's just got too many small pieces to it. And so what what they figured at Prilema was if they couldn't defeat it from the outside, they could fight it from the inside. Force it onto a battlefield of memories of sorts. In the best-case scenario, the volunteer overcomes the Apocryta. Someone goes in, fights the Apocrita on the inside, and then is able to defeat it. And in the worst-case scenario, they're consumed, but this entity, which had been spread out so many different places, is now contained in a single body. It has a nexus, which will be an easier target for the next fool, who needs to use Red's blessing.
2: So Red's Blessing allows you to go inside the cloud?
0: Yes, but in a less physical way. Physically, anyone could get inside of the cloud. They probably wouldn't survive it, but they could get inside of it. What the Blessing does is, and Myra points to the cords first and the spear second. It's able to get you connected, and she points to the spear tip, to it. You don't just go inside the cloud physically. The Apocryta is a database of memories. Whoever uses Red's blessing sacrifices themselves to the cloud, but unlike the other victims, is able to keep free will and able to fight it from the inside inside. And so that's what Aegon had done.
4: But It did not work, did it?
0: And he never
1: told any of the others about this artifact?
0: He, uh... I, I, I like to say he meant to, but I, I think that's some false memories coming back to us. No, we we had told Aegon about it. The professor, she... We... Something should have been said. But then we got to Bodrov and it came to a head. Suddenly, we either had to flee while the town was destroyed and, and find a way to use the artifact, which was presumably somewhere in the cloud, or... Or Aegon, who had the tenacity and the stamina to make it there himself, could hunt down the blessing in the cloud all alone. The issue with Aegon, that boy couldn't handle not saving everyone. And he didn't consider himself part of the everyone.
4: Does this blessing work just in a one-way fashion? If Aegon is trapped there... Assuming there is something left of him there, is there a way to use this to reverse the process to do it without also defeating Aegon?
0: And it's at that point that Myra and Sunny share the concerned look again, the one they had when you had first mentioned Aegon. Uh, uh shock. Can we ask something that's potentially a bit uncomfortable? Sure. What happened when you were taken over by the apocrypha? When you were taken over in full? <sighs> I lost consciousness
1: on the houseboat. It's a little hazy now, but I think I was in a memory. There was other things there. It was it was strange, but I kept reliving, um, d- just a very bad memory over and over again. And I I didn't know how to get out. But then I I guess I must have gotten the serum from Mako because I, at some point I did, I did wake up again.
3: We didn't um have the serum yet but we got you out
0: oh right right what
3: what did he do to cure me (laughs) nothing
0: (laughs) ellie beat the shit out of you and he stuck feathers in your mouth it was very weird wait you did what to cure me (laughs) (laughs) nothing in response myra just is really excited about having a a theory that seems to be going right is just like yes yes that's exactly what happens and sunny who can read the room a little better interrupts and says sue's no longer with us is she shock will
1: shake his head
2: hopper's also shaking his
1: head. she was taken by the by the apocrita
0: and suddenly the chalk on the wall that myro is writing on just stops abruptly and Sonny pipes in and just says oh. memories work a lot like threads they live by the relationship that they have with each other And in order to access memories, you need to have other memories to access from. And there is always a memory, a nexus point, the most important memory from which everything else is most easily accessed. The victims of the Apocryta don't die. Instead, they end up looping in that memory, unchanging, over and over and over again. And Myra, who hasn't turned from the wall, says, It traps them in the world exactly like the one Aegon wanted. One where everyone is safe forever. There's no parading in and and saving Aegon because he's willingly piloting the Apocryta. You, You can't save Aegon because he's convinced he's saving everyone else.
1: That's because I am.
0: Shock. Shock? Who do you want to give your other jam intrusion point to? Who
1: is below three points of experience right now? I have two. I will give it to Hopperscotch because it will not be going to waste.
0: Okay. <clears throat> Shock, you feel yourself unwillingly hunched over, angry, sweaty, yelling. And out of the corner of your eye, you swear you see a figure making the exact same pose. Um, is Shock
1: able to turn and look at Lowell, or is he still not quite in full possession of his body?
0: Yeah, you can look over to him, and you can see that he is just staring daggers at Myra and Sunny. I I had to do it. You have to understand. Nobody could understand. Why could I tell anyone? No one ever understood anything. Shock, you have to tell them.
1: I was kind of wondering if this was who you really were, buddy. <laughs> Do they give you fancy names when you join the Angula Knights?
0: Aegon Stormbreaker? And he just turns to you, angry and betrayed. And he just says, hey, Shock, do you hear rain? And suddenly that's when you all hear it. It sounds like a little hailstorm. And as you look out the windows, you can see these very large droplets. Except, it's weird. It's 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 dark, so you can't really see them well. But they're even darker than than the darkness of night. These little blub blub, 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 blub big blobs hitting the side. And can everyone roll speed or might defense? Great. Ten. Six.
3: Thirteen. Fifteen. I'm trained.
0: Uh, who got the six? Me. Just
3: Tom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so everyone else, you are kind of maintaining your balance. While Shock, you're just flown to the ground and kind of slide across the floor. Whee! As with a large crunch, and in fact, a series of them, you hear scraping of almost glass as it seems to slide itself inside of the prodigious. And Myra just turns. Well, uh, I guess, I guess it was following us. And then suddenly they both hit with realization and they say, Wait, it, it was, was following, following us. us! And they bolt out of the door. Oh boy. And as you watch them run, Shock, you notice that Lowell is no longer there.
1: Shock will still stand up and say, I don't know if you can still hear me when you, when you do your vanishing act, but we'll be seeing you again. And then Shock's gonna turn to Ness and say, Well, friend, you wanted to deal with some spiders. You're here now. Also other things. It's a real fun time.
2: What just happened?
1: Uh, the, the guy who's controlling the swarm that we're trying to stop is also in my head from the time that one of the spiders got inside my body. So I didn't die, but they're spying on us through me.
0: Wait, you got someone in your head? And I'm going to rule that just to keep action moving. This has been happening while you've been running. Oh yeah. Following Myra and Sunny in their direction. And Sarah and Chitters have just caught up with you (laughs) and are now speeding alongside you.
2: Sarah, you were outside. What's it like at
0: there? Uh, well, you know, there's um, big thing, lots of green lines in it, hit the ship real hard, and seems to be choking it. Are you okay? Are are you and Shudder's okay? Uh,
3: are all of you okay? For now. Ellie had got like, when Sarah showed up, she'd like half turned to like, go hug her in relief, and then was
0: like, nope, could have tripped over herself a little bit. It was very noticeable. <laughs> Well, I mean, you guys fought the Jagged Dream, it can't be that— Oh, that is big. And you have all made your way to the Captain's Gondola, where you see Myra and Sunny staring down through the broken glass, the cloud. Shards of obsidian glass, no less than a hundred feet from your face, are just turning over each other, spinning around. And through them, you see streaks of bright green light, streaks of frozen lightning that's pulsing with movement as if this thing is really sprung to life. And Myra and Sunny turn back to you and say, You, you have to, to go. go! What are you doing here, though? We're, We're waiting. waiting! For what? For it to get you? No! And that's when you see obsidian glass tiles fly onto the ground, two pieces, then on top of it, just layering itself into dozens of layers that rise and rise and rise until they make a figure of a large armored man with a giant warhammer and a spiked helmet. I want to punch it. And then next to him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Shock's got got the cutting light glove all ready to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, Misha is
2: also. Hop's so. got his shield up. He's like, I'm thinking it's safe to say that everyone's like ready
0: to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, roll me, roll me an attack, Ellie.
3: <laughs> um, so I rolled a one. Oh uh, no! <laughs> and I feel like this is going to be a problem. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna get Ellie killed. I just want to say that technically anyone who stands next to me who I've designated as an innocent gets a buff to defense.
3: Okay,
0: there's, well, I there's... wasn't.
2: We're in a small room, though. Like, I think everybody's standing next to me.
0: Nothing saves a one, Hallie. You could use six levels of effort and it would not save a one.
2: No, I'm just saying. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Tried. All right, just just
0: say it. Just So you go to hit him and suddenly you hear a shing. And, Ellie, you're thrown back and slashed for, let's say, 10 points of damage before armor. Okay. And you see another obsidian figure. No. You see a young woman in what seems to be a vest no. with a rapier. Not like this. No. No. And next to her, no, no, a young mustached no, man. No, and next to him, no, no, no. a small pale.
3: No! No! no, no. no Treddy
2: Oh, Not the no, pale too! Not Treddy too. Jesus Christ! Why would you make us fight Treddy?
0: Oh, no! Do you know? Oh, if your pogretic can absorb machines, not t- too? <laughs> not Treddy! And Sonny just says, We said get away from it!
3: It was instinct. Also, ow. Also, <laughs> shit. Papa's oh, <the> f- <sighs> gonna run over to Ellie to check on her. Yeah. She kind of waves him off. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine.
1: Shock, trying to, trying to keep himself in check upon seeing all of this appear, will say it's. We don't need to lose any more people. We can get away.
0: Exactly. And if you stay here, everyone on the ship will be lost. Without its data sphere patron, this ship is dead in the water and not a single one of the escape pods is going to get out. We need to get a patron onto this ship. And Sunny just says, we don't need to see his threads to know he's only here for us. You can get everyone else off this ship.
1: We don't want to lose anyone else. Please.
0: Well, um, well, unfortunately, that's a choice you've got to make because this is what happens when you don't. Shock will try
1: to blink away tears and say, Okay, fine, but you better not just let them take you. And he'll turn and and run from the room.
0: Okay, so you've got a ship that's about to, that's being kind of taken over by this wave of spiders. On the third deck, you've got a Cicelos who's trapped in the Ladybug. On the main deck, you've got a bunch of people who are rushing to get to the escape pods. They're trying to get out. But the issue with that is our third problem. This ship doesn't have a Datasphere patron, and you left the only stratic life you know back on the gondola.
3: So I have I have a logistical question about the escape pods. They're not going to like go off the ship if they don't work, right? Yeah, like people are not just going to get in them and then they're (laughs) just going to fall. Like we don't have to stop them from getting into the. Jesus Christ! No, everyone's everyone's stuck. I just got really worried for a second. (laughs) Oh
1: boy! So with still still fighting tears, Shaka is going to stop running for a second and say. I've got one idea we might be able to use to restart the ship. I don't know if it'll work, but I'm going to try to contact the nano spirits again. See if they can help.
0: Oh, hey, Shock. Nice of you to call us when everything is falling apart. I'm sorry. It's... No, it's it's fine. We're sorry. No, it's... Just a little concerning.
1: Yeah, things got real bad really quick. I didn't have time to talk to you again after after everything.
0: No, it's it's we'll talk about it
1: later. Are you able to function as the patron of this vessel as well? Can you reactivate it?
0: Shock. Yeah, we could be the patron, but we're not just gonna leave you in the middle of a cloud of spiders!
1: Well then, do you know any other way we could get this vessel operational? Because if not, we're all doomed
0: regardless. (sighs) And there's a real, real long sigh. Yes, we do. They're standing right next to you. So Shock is going to
1: turn to look at Misha Jarvis, who is presumably also there in the hallway.
4: I would assume that Misha is actually standing next to Shock, because otherwise <laughs> it would be... <laughs> yeah, I think we all left
1: We the... need to see that thing in the anime where you turn around to look at someone and then there's just a blinking outline of where they used to be? Like, what? <laughs> Misha went back in to fight Aegon. <laughs> Misha would have, <laughs> um Shock will say, "Will will they know what to do?
0: Shock, they've been doing it for years. They're doing it right now. Okay, then.
1: <laughs> <sighs> so so Shock is going to sign and say, okay, we'll figure it out. Thank you. And with that, the, the line will be ended, and Shock will turn, and this time out loud, actually, for the benefit of everyone else here, say, I spoke to the Nano Spirits, and they think Misha Jarvis can function as the patron of this vessel.
4: M- me? But how? I don't... I'm not entirely sure how to do that. Are you sure they are correct in their information?
1: I don't know if they are or not, but it might be our, our only chance to get this thing working again. I, I'm worried that whatever that thing out there has been messing with you is some kind of stratic life. And maybe you are too? There's a lot we don't know, but if Ezra could use his powers on you, then maybe maybe it's true?
4: I suppose I can try somehow. I, I apologize for not remembering enough to understand exactly how to do this in case I can, but I will do my best. And I guess I could maybe data sphere search some way on how to become a patron as a Stratic Life member.
1: How to, how to become a patron? Well, that's easy. You just go to, uh. Don't
4: do it don't do it (laughs) questfriendspodcast.com
1: click on our patreon link Uh,
4: a lot of cool bonus content bonus stories seen every month just uh, click there please and that was the uh,
1: we got a lot of good content and it goes a long way towards helping this show eventually eventually become self-sustaining
4: and that's questfriends I hope everybody enjoyed it that's the end of of this (laughs) show
1: remember to like comment and subscribe and ring the notification
0: bell
4: it all it all came up to this <laughs>
0: Anyways, so <laughs> you search up how to be a patron, and what you get back is basically that a data sphere patron can form a bond how they wish, although it is significantly harder when the relay isn't as strong or when you're further away. For someone like you who has never tried before, you seem to get the impression that you need to like be physically next to the relay itself in order to have that connection made with the prodigious.
4: Okay, Misha will say that then. Um, well. I seem to be getting the impression that if I'm able to do this, I need to be right next to the relay. I believe I will attempt to head there and do my best there.
1: You're going to need some protection outside the ship. We don't know how many of those things are crawling around outside.
2: Yeah, you shouldn't go alone.
1: Um... Referring back to our trusty map of the Prodigious, the escape pods are on the main floor, right? Yes. I think we might need to split up in order to start gathering everyone near the escape pods and at least in one concentrated place so if the Apocryta gets in, we can at very least protect them from it.
3: Well, I can probably muscle in there and try to get people moving. I am, I guess, technically a professor, and also I murdered someone in front of them. (laughs) So listen to me.
1: (laughs) Um, if it's okay, I, I want to go with you, Misha. I can help keep whatever's out there off your back while you get this power restored.
4: Misha will smile and say, Yes, I would love that shock. You would be a great help. Sa- Simon Scotch, what are your plans? Uh, Hopper has been thinking, and his foot
2: is tapping a little bit <laughs> with anxiety. Since Mauve and Mako appeared as the obsidian people, he's been kind of absentmindedly fiddling with his pin that Mako made, and he looks up as if he's been roused from some inner thought. And he goes, I guess I gotta- is there anyone- is everyone on the middle floor? Can everyone get to the escape? Puzzle! Fuck Cecilos is downstairs! I, got, I gotta go get Cecilos. He's in car jail, and it is largely my fault that he is in car jail. And Vera. And Vera's down there. What do we want to do with Vera? We can't, we can't just leave her on the on the ship, right? But, we, but she's also a living person, so we can't just... Uh, I mean, I know she's part of a terrorist organization, and she's probably just going to try some version of the plan that she just tried again eventually, because she's all about patience and all that. But we can't just... Leave her! What should we do with Vera?
1: Given the circumstances, I'm hoping she'll at least cooperate with escaping the boat. I think we can afford to take her along and try to figure the rest of it out later.
2: Okay, okay. Yeah, I can- I can- okay. I'm gonna go down to the third deck and I'm gonna get Cecilos, and I'm gonna get Vera. And
0: suddenly the ship shudders as another spire goes inside of it. All right, let's- Right. Let's go. Oh,
2: be safe, everybody.
0: You too.
3: I'll see you soon.
0: Yeah, we'll be coming back. break for quest friends episode 55 crime and courtship part 19 i am your gm kyle and our intro is friends by miracle of sound so uh i think now as i had mentioned previously it's a bit self-evident why this episode is a bit late this is by far our longest episode five hours and seven minutes worth of audio uh raw audio that i had to compact into what we have here that's about two and a half times the length of a normal episode's worth of audio that I was working with. But I thought it was really important to release this all as one big episode because everything kind of just blended together so well. And because we've got an extra big episode, we've got an extra big batch of announcements to talk about. I'm going to start with the most important one, so make sure to listen to the first two if you're going to skip ahead. The first announcement is this episode involves our characters kind of running all over the Prodigious, and if you don't have a perfect memory of how the Prodigious is set up like someone like I who has spent hours working on it would... I've put a map of the Prodigious in the show notes below. Just so you have a vague idea where folks are. It's not necessary for the episode, but it could be helpful. In addition to that map, either as part of it or a separate link, I haven't made it yet. I am also going to include a list of all the NPCs that are relevant to today's episode. Just because there are going to be so many bouncing around, I want to be able to help make it a little more manageable. In addition to the map and NPC list, down in the links below, you will find our 2020 listener survey. This survey is open until Friday, April 17th, so that's a little less than two weeks from now, and it is extremely helpful to giving us an idea of what kind of folks listen to our show, what do they like about the show, what can we improve. So if you have 10 minutes to spare, it would really mean the world to us. Every question is optional, and if you submit, you get the chance to win one of five Quail sticker packs as drawn by our artist Mandy Robertson and you also get the chance to win one of eight copies of the first issue of Mandy's comic, Don't Cry Witch. It is a fun teen supernatural ghost story that's an awful lot of fun, and for a single panel, you may just see a Quest Friends character in that issue. So again, a link to that 2020 listener survey is below. If you submit that survey and include your email address, you will get a chance to win one of those prizes. All right, two more quick announcements. The first one is that we actually have a name from the name pool this episode. The name pool is a tool I use to determine names for items, events, locations, characters, when I don't already have one on hand. Folks get on the name pool by tweeting or tumbling out at us with the hashtag #QuestFriends and today's name pool person was Red's Blessing, which is named for Chaos Flight on Tumblr. Thanks so much for talking about us online Chaos Flight and I hope you enjoyed your name being on the show. And finally, finally, this is the last thing. Tom and I have been streaming a lot more. We've been inside. I normally travel, but now that I'm home, I mean, I might as well do something when I'm not uh, editing. But you can go check out our social medias if you want to learn about our regular streams. The one I want to talk about now is that starting this Sunday, April 12th, at 2 p.m. Central Time on every Sunday, I am going to start playing through the hero story of Sonic Adventure 2. This does have role-playing connotations, I promise. But yeah, so if you want to just hang out on a Sunday afternoon, I figured that was a nice, you know, lazy time. Check us out on twitch.tv slash questfriends while we'll be playing Sonic. So that was our four things for the day. Map of the Prodigious, 2020 Survey. Red's Blessing, and Sonic Adventure 2 stream. Thank you so much for your patience while this episode got out, and I will see you for our next episode titled Misha's Memory Part 1 in two weeks on Monday, April 20th. I'll see you then. Ellie, you You rush towards where the escape pods are. It's hard to see people through all of the pipes of the mail tubes, but you do make out a vast majority of the students. There's a whole lot of clamoring. People are trying to get into the escape pods while being pushed back by the two armored Zeb. And is like, Everyone! Everyone! Please be quiet! And you see next to him, Ray is trying to figure out what's going on. All of the unarmored Zeb that have been pulled in are within the crowd themselves. They're intermingled, trying desperately to get into the ship. Amongst them, the person trying hardest to get into the ship is Goldstone. But notably, the first people you see are you see Zoe, Everett, Jesse, Hubo, and Megan are all waiting by the escape pods, kind of in their own corner, just anxiously figuring out what to do. In fact, I'd say Jesse is probably called a team huddle.
3: Hmm. All right. Can I rule that Goldstone is trying to get onto the escape pods in between where Ray and I are?
0: Yeah. I mean, Ray's right next to Jebediah trying to figure things out. She's trying to keep order as well. And he's like pushing past all of the students. God. Trying right. to make his way to the front. Fuck
3: Goldstone. I want to grab Goldstone by the collar and drag him towards Ray and Jebediah.
0: Now, what's the. What are you doing here? Shut up. (laughs) He shuts up.
3: Keep quiet.
0: He keeps quiet. (laughs)
3: All right, I want to keep one hand like on the back of his collar so he can't run as I'm talking to Ray, just to keep him in line, keep him in check.
0: <laughs> yeah, you walk up to Ray and you see that she is talking to Kentrum who's trying to like really be like I should I should be in line, I should be up there. He's actually grabbed one of the unarmored Zev and is like this is actually my niece. <laughs> and so we should get priority on the ship. I'm all she has in the world. Wait did did Kentrim <laughs> say that? What? Yeah, Kentrum is trying to do "I'm all she has in the world" thing from Titanic. Yeah, <laughs> Ray. Um. Oh, Ellie, I'm I'm so glad to see that you're safe.
3: I'm glad to see that you're safe too. That um Apocryta that I mentioned, the cloud of spiders, it's here and it's trying to consume everyone. So that's an issue.
0: Yeah. Have you seen Sarah anywhere? Yeah, she's going down to the third deck with God Popper. damn it. <laughs> Of course, she, of course, she's going down there. That's fine. <clears throat> and she starts rolling up her sleeves like someone about to go swimming. Ray. Yes. Deep
3: breath. Look, they're handling things where they are. What we need to do, get a headcount of the students, get them into the escape pods. Misha is going to try to take care of getting the ship started back up again. But we need to make sure all the kids are getting out of here.
0: And Kentrum stares at you when you say Misha's going up to the relay in order to try to fix the ship. Can I roll a
3: perception check? Yes. That
0: is a 12. You don't get a beat on it. He he wants to get off this boat. Mm. All right. Mm. Well. I mean, he seems cross. He seems upset about that. Yeah. But, mm.
3: Hey, Kentrum, why don't you uh, get on there in one of the first pods?
0: Yes, unfortunately, we must consider discretion. These are on the outermost side of the vessel. They are not operational. And, And he leans in to you. And I don't think we have enough. What do you mean
3: by that, sir?
0: There are a lot of stowaways on this ship. (laughs) And it was not accounting for those. Can we squish? Can we just stuff them in there? Wait, why should I be squishing and having the rub arms with the third deck? Let the first deck on! I can't believe this! They're gonna force us all to go into those pods and die! And everyone just starts panicking. And at that point, uh, we're gonna move forward to Shock and Misha. You are in the courtyard, and there are a series of staircases that lead up to the observatory, and from there you can get onto the top of the ship.
2: By the way, I forgot to specify. Ness also goes with them. Oh, yeah.
0: Ooh. Okay, so Ness, Misha, and Shock. And it's a bit—it's a bit difficult. You can see the whole breadth of the storm from where you are because it's this big window, and occasionally bits of the cloud have like gone through the windows and created these. Like spikes or um, tentacles that have slammed onto and grabbed the ship at the observatory. Yeah, and in fact, roll me three speed defenses. Both? Oh, both?
1: Yeah. Am I able to activate my resonance field? Yes. Okay. In that case, I'm going to spend a level of effort on each one of these a 12, a 13,
4: and a 12.
2: <gasps> oh!
1: a 13, a 15, and a nat 20. Nice. Each with a level of effort applied on them.
0: Okay, as you're climbing up at various parts, the ship starts falling apart. So at one point, the floor caves out from under you and you're able to definitely jump on top of that. <sighs> at another, some of the, another tentacle slams in right by your face and you're able to dodge underneath it. And in the last one, you can see that it occasionally tries to make soldiers. So some of the slitted glass comes in to make a soldier, but you shock identify that quickly and you're able to actually control the way it's making that shape. And it just makes a little ladder that you're able to climb higher (laughs) up on. (laughs) And that'll be your nat 20. Nice.
4: If shuck isn't holding him, and if, if he wants to, because he's way smaller, I want me shit to be holding Ness while trying to go up. Yeah, Ness was really excited about the spiders earlier, but then seeing them, he's
2: <laughs> not as fond of them. So he actually will already be trying to clamber on up to anyone's shoulders because he doesn't want to be on the ground.
4: Worry not, Ness. We got you. We won't let you out of our sight again.
1: We'll be careful. But also, don't let the spiders touch you. They can hurt machines as well as organics.
2: At they can hurt machines as well as organics. Ness will kind of, like, scooch in to Misha's shoulders a little bit more. <laughs> and she'll say, like, can you feel them?
1: Uh, I mean, I kind of did. I don't know if the experience will be different for you.
2: I could feel the beetles.
1: You'll probably feel the spiders, too. Fuck.
0: Fuck. Fuck! Fuck! Fuck, Pop! You and Sarah are down on the third deck, and she is looking at the runners, which she usually attaches her wheelchair to to move around. And they are just completely busted; they're cracked all over.
2: No. Uh, is 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 that okay? It's not okay because you're yelling "fuck." But is is there a way to make it okay?
0: No, nah, it's it's fine. No, it's it's fine. I just spent a real long time on those. Let's get going. Okay. And so where are you running, Hop? To the car jail area. All right. So you're making your way through the car jail. It is weird because the third deck was always kind of shitty and it always had like that one flickering light. Like the lights never work down here. But with the ship dead in the water, it is pitch black. You actually usually have to follow Sarah's lead because she's so familiar with these hallways. She's able to maneuver without really being able to see them super well. Okay. Do you have a glow globe in your pack?
2: I was going to say, I probably have one because I've never used it and they come standard in explorer's packs. We're
0: adventuring parties. We have torches. That's true. You got a little glow globe that you pull out and I'll say Chitters holds on to it. Oh. Which does block about half of it because he's about the same size.
2: I imagine it looks like when a Pokemon brings you a ball back in Sword and Shield, where it's just like on their back if they don't have like arms to be able to do anything with it.
0: <laughs> and you're you're making your way through uh, the hallways, and and Sarah just mummering, "This is not. This is not good. Oh, because if they get off, but then this happens, and then." I, uh, I don't know if we can do that. Sarah, then, I know
2: that every part of our situation right now is bad, but what specifically are you talking about that's bad?
0: <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm figuring it out. Just, and she grabs her chair and the wheels on the side suddenly turn in diagonally and the front two wheels link together and form this one larger wheel. If you look this up online, it's either going to be called a racing wheelchair or a like athletic wheelchair. Nice. And she says, just keep up. And she grabs that chair, hits some rockets on the back, and she starts going double speed. Pepper tries to keep up. (laughs) Roll me. Roll me a keep up. Oh,
2: no.
0: Sonic speed.
2: A two. (laughs) Oh, no. no. So you keep up,
0: but it's bad for Sarah. No,
2: that was somehow the worst possible outcome.
0: She disappears. And then suddenly you just hear a crash. And, and And she's fine, but the chair's kind of like wedged into this part of the wall, and she's like pulling it out. Well, that wasn't there before. And as you pull up the globe, you can see that it is not in fact part of the wall, but it's the shifting tentacle of obsidian glass. Oh
2: God. could I just stun it by hitting it with my shield really
0: hard? Uh, you could try, yeah,
2: that's that's all hops got. Okay. I'm gonna try to do that with a different die. <laughs>
0: Four. No
4: tell oh why you were doing so good. I know <laughs> what happened.
2: I don't know. These <laughs> dice are going away.
0: So you hit it and it does nothing because it's like a giant hallway sized thick tentacle. Well,
2: he booped it really hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like saying, I'm gonna defeat Poseidon with this butter knife, but I'm gonna stab him real hard with it.
2: Look, it was just a spur of the moment reaction. He didn't know what else to do.
0: But as Oh wait
2: I declare Sarah innocent.
0: <laughs> You're innocent. And as you hit it and it clings, you hear some, like, clattering from the other room and you hear, ah! I fucking knew it. And you turn over and you hear that that sound came from the room you shared with Vespari. I fucking
4: knew he would
3: have just Is he back. in there? <gasps> what, is he in his room?
2: What? Uh, All right. With as much emotion as I just had, Hop goes, Vespari?
0: And the uh, head pokes out. Oh, hello, friend. What I... are you doing down here? Well, I heard the ship was collapsing, so I was just gathering my things before we headed out. Oh, my God. Bar, you forget about your things. Listen, we all have to get out. Come, Come with me and Sarah, okay? But I paid a lot of money on these things. What are your things? Well, there's my card deck from Key. Put them in your pocket. And my card deck from Charmander. Put that in your pocket. And my card deck from Eeg. Put that in your pocket. And my card deck from- Do you need more pockets? I have (laughs) pockets.
1: Jesus fucking Christ.
0: And just like Hop, everyone is screaming- on the main deck. Um, The only person who actually isn't saying anything is Sir Kentrum, who is very quiet. And there is that little corner group huddle that's being led by Jesse that also is not yelling. All right. And the Zev have also started to get more aggressive. They're, like, pushing people back, Mm -hmm. and they're, like, grabbing people, and they're getting pretty violent, honestly.
3: Jebediah, you're in charge of the Zev, right? So
0: I have been informed... Um, 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 can you get them to do stuff? I can try, please! Stop that! Stop that! And you can see one of the dra- <laughs> Zev has actually grabbed somebody and is like grabbing them, dragging them, screaming no! away from the room. And Jebediah is just following, Stop that! Stop that! Stop being useless!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ellie's trying to decide whether she should try to control the Zev. Or whether she should go check on the kids doing something, maybe sketch in the corner. (laughs) Um, Goldstone?
0: He just stares at you. I'm
3: going to let you talk now. But you can't be screaming about how you need to get off the ship first or I will stab you. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. All right. (coughs) I'm going to have you scream something else instead. Again or I will stab you. Understand? Nod.
5: Mm -hmm. You're nodding? Mm -hmm. Okay,
3: great. You're going to tell people to calm down and to get in orderly lines, and then you're going to try to go get the Zev to stop throwing people around. And then you'll get to be one of the professors on the escape pods. Yeah? Yeah? Okay, (laughs) go do that.
0: And he goes to do that. So Goldstone stands up, builds up some courage, thinks escape pod, escape pod, escape pod. Stands in front of everyone, makes himself very authoritative and simply says, We're all gonna die!
3: (laughs) Ellie's gonna grab him again and stand up where he was. We are not going to die we're not gonna die <laughs> and everyone, are we gonna die oh, no. No. are we gonna no. die oh, no.
0: calm down uh, and Ellie's herself getting a little bit worked up and she's tried really hard not to and you get a bonus from uh, having Zoe as your friend but I'm gonna link that to all the children
3: Okay.
0: suddenly you hear Jesse go up and they're like everyone everyone and, and nobody's listening And suddenly, you hear a... SHUT UP! And everyone gets silent, as Everett just stands there, defiantly in front of everyone. And then he motions to Jesse. We've talked with the professor! He's the smartest person on the boat! I do have the most thorough amount of knowledge, but I do not know how to apply it as well as those around me. And, 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 and he figured out that if we get everyone to get packed together really, really tight, like a big hug, no. then we can get everyone in the escape pods. But we, we need to get tight because we have just enough escape pods for everyone. And you hear there's some grumbling. People are like, uh, I'm not so sure about this. Grumble, grumble, grumble. I don't want to. Third deck people are gross. Chepidaya? <laughs> No, this is Jebediah's his son. <laughs> <His> son? <laughs> no, sorry, his daughter. Her name is Jebemiah. Fuck you. <laughs> is Megan still alive during all this? And Zoe and Megan just look to each other, and Zoe says, Well, this isn't going great at all. Yeah, people just aren't listening for us. Time for plan B? Yeah, time for plan B. And they start going out and gently escorting the unarmored Zav into the escape. Which does two things. One, it keeps the unarmored Zub safe. And second off, the assholes are like, hey, where do they get to go in there? I gotta go in there. And people start defiantly like going into (laughs) the escape pods. And Ellie, what are you doing during this time?
3: Ellie is just like filled with pride. I mean, it doesn't look like they need help getting people on there, right? No. I guess I'm gonna go just kind of check on people see how the head count's going and make sure if they're struggling with anyone they ellie can kind of muscle them in a little bit
0: so yeah you check on everyone they seem to be calming down a bit now that there's a plan for getting people in they're actually making a queue but something weird is there's one person you want to check up on because he was the first who wanted to get on he's being sketch oh that's the thing about kenstrom he's not there And I need every single player to roll defense. (laughs) Ellie and Hop, it's speed. Shock and Misha, it's might. Might. I can't. I can't use my
4: resonance field on that. Um, I want to spend one level of effort on whatever the fuck. Uh,
1: I guess I'll spend a level of effort too. A twelve, a four,
3: and an eleven.
1: I got six.
3: I got six.
0: Shock and Misha. Oh boy. Do you hear a? and you see the tear gas canister that the Zev used to use. And it explodes in both of your faces. Motherfucker! And down beneath you, you're gonna see Jebediah and the Zev that he had followed looking really alarmed. And Jebediah is reaching for the ceremonial sword he had. What the fuck? And the Zev is reaching for more of the tear gas canisters, which seem to be missing. And you just hear shuck! And you see Sir Kentrum armed with tear gas canisters and a sword running up towards both of (laughs) them. Oh my fucking god. (laughs) Ellie, you noticed Sir Kentrum was missing. And you go to, like, follow Kentrum but suddenly you hear a scream in the crowd. And as you turn around, you feel a fist hit you in the side of your head. You are thrown across the room for 14 points of damage. 14! And you see coming through the crowd, this large imposing woman with her muscles breaking through her clothing made entirely out of obsidian glass. (laughs) Oh no!
3: What? Do I also have to fight Mav and Mako after this? My might is
0: getting low. Well, so that's the interesting thing, right? Marv and Mako were with Aegon. Sue is now fighting you, Obsidian Sue. Marv, well, he hasn't been brought out before, so it seems like Aegon might not want to bring out Marv. Wasn't there one other member of the heroes of Navarine? Hop, what did you roll? Oh, motherfucker.
1: No. No
0: no no, oh, no,
5: no, no, no. no. No, 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 oh, no, no. No, 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 no. No,
2: no, no, no. No, not this. I rolled a four without any effort, but I am trained. He's got a shield. He's got a shield. I'm a shield. He has a shield. You see my face. So, ha.
0: You hear some trembling underneath you after you're finally done with Vespari. And you hear this horrific scraping as it seems like something is trying to chew through the prodigious itself. And finally, you are knocked back for 14 points of damage. Jesus. As the gnawing and biting face of an obsidian Z-drake bursts through the floor. Jesus. And Anuki slams into the hallway with an outpouring of spiders gushing through the newly created hole. In the prodigious hall. Well.
2: Okay. Fourteen was all of my might. Oh god. But I'm fine. Was it just me who got hit
3: by the Z Drake?
0: Yeah, the other ones are fine. Cool. Good.
3: Hop's gonna die. That's fine. <laughs> Does Hop die here? He's not going to die, right? He's not going to die. You're not going to kill off a player character, right?
0: Well, we'll find out later. Ellie, I think it's good to start with you. So you're in the crowd, which is now scattering, and you've got Obsidian Sue in front of you, ready to take another strike.
3: Um, do I have time to yell something? Yeah. I just want to yell to everyone who had kind of taken charge, so Ray and Zoe and Megan and Jesse and Everett. Keep control of them. And I want to turn back to Sue. See
5: what my abilities
3: are. I would like to... I want to use my chair. Okay. And I would like to put a level of effort in. Okay. You're so pleased with yourself that I'm really concerned. Uh,
0: He has good reason to be. Uh,
3: It's a 16.
0: Describe how you hit her and how much damage that does.
3: So Ellie gets her chair back over her shoulder. And is there like another word for swing? Because I feel like I've just been using the word swing. She clobber, Yeah. And it does 10 damage.
0: You hit her, but she doesn't seem to feel it much. The glass almost seems to adjust and like cushion some of the impact causing less damage to happen but you do hit her hard and you kind of like push her back a few feet into the crowd. No,
3: I don't want to push her at the crowd.
0: It's She's going to do the same thing regardless. Okay. Don't worry about it.
3: I'm very worried about it.
0: <laughs> Which all scurries away, except for one poor Neen, who she just oh, picks up and no. throws at you.
5: No, I not mean, the I mean. I mean. I mean.
2: Can I like catch it? Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen.
0: So the Anine comes at you, hits you hard in the chest, Mm -hmm. and just both of you fall over. You take ten points of damage. Ten. And so does the Anine. Oh. The Anine will be fine. He's going to live, but he did. What the fuck? No! No. What (laughs) the fuck?
2: What is the matter with you uh oh, no
1: can i x card that <laughs> that's that's a little too horrifying
0: for me
4: <laughs> what is this ryuji plot i don't like it
0: okay is there if i break a bone yeah yeah, yeah. some broken bones yeah. all right and the Anina's is alive he's fine but you did like break some of the bones in his wrist so he's not going to regionals this year
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I tried to catch you.
0: Annee. Do Annees have arms? They have little tiny arms. They have arms. little
3: tiny <laughs> Yeah. Pro, good tiny wrists. They're really good for
1: sports. Okay, go to regionals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Meanwhile, fun. shock. You can feel the supports of the stairs being cut as Sir Kentrum is running up. Shock! you stole the proligarchy from me. You stole my school from me. You won't steal my vengeance. Who is this loser? And Sir Kentrum is making his way up to you. And in fact, one of the supports cuts from right beneath where you're standing. So I'm going to need both of you to roll some sort of defense to get out of there. Uh, what was kind of this, int defense
1: because of my my resonance field? It's too late, I'm doing it anyway. 11 with one level of effort.
4: I don't think I can um, justify that, so I'm going to do the speed defense instead. Without any effort, because... Misha, no. I am not a speedy speed boy. 12! I just keep rolling 12s and 13s this session. What does that be like?
0: Okay, both of you take four points of damage. This is, this is fine still. As you fall and slam onto the walkway in front of where he is standing, his sword raised. What the fuck is this? This is not the moment I had planned for
1: Shock. Shock is going to pick himself up, dust himself off, have the staff there in front of him and say, Misha, you need to keep moving to get the power turned on so we can get people off this boat. Ness, buddy. You want to fight this bully?
2: Ness cracks his knuckles. (laughs) Does Ness have knuckles? No, he does not, but he cracks them anyway (laughs) and says, who's this punk?
0: Oh, he, uh... Oh,
2: wait! This is the goat man! I was looking for you everywhere!
0: Glad to see you're a fan! Sorry I'll have to kill you! (laughs) Ha! So you're between a spider and a dragon place. Yeah. What are you doing, pal? (laughs)
2: So the the Z-Drake, it just burst through the floor, right?
0: Yeah, your room is busted now. All of Escpari's cards are just scattered all over the place. No,
2: oh, I told him to put them in his pocket. Okay, so Hot Pool, actually, Kyle, you ever played the game Rush Hour? In rush hour, there's like a little car and it's blocked in by all these other cars and trucks and you gotta move everything around. It's almost like a slider puzzle. Hopper knows, having now had all the might taken out of him from one hit from this creepy dragon thing he probably can't fight this head on. So what I would like to do is somehow trap him in a rush hour like puzzle, where he can't get out from between the cars. And I'd like to use analytical combat to do that. Now, the only way I can think of to make the Z-Drake flail about and move cars the way that Hop wants the cars to be moved so that they stack on top of the Z-Drake is to have the Z-Drake like chase him or something. So I'm gonna activate analytical combat and try to do that.
0: And what are, what are, what do what you having Sarah and Vespari do?
2: As he's working through this plan in his mind, looking at the cars and trying to figure out how they would stack on each other and thinking, this is, this is the best bet. This is what I have. He's going to turn to Sarah and to Go, Sarah, find the ladybug and find Cecilos. And he tosses
0: her the glow globe. I got this. All right, give me a roll, but I'm going to say parkour applied.
2: Woohoo! Okay, I'd like to put two tiers of effort into this, please.
0: And are you trained or specialized in parkour? You're specialized in parkour, I am
2: specialized in parkour.
0: So this is four steps easier. Thank fucking god. This
2: is four steps easier. Okay, okay, okay. Got this. Okay. (sighs) It's a three! (laughs) Kelly, why? Well, Well, now it's equivalent to a 15, right? (laughs) All my dice hate me. I can't do anything in this game. I like to use an XP to re-roll.
0: How how are you going to use your XP?
2: Let's say Hopper like trips or something. And then when he trips, now that he's at a different angle, he sees a better way he could go about doing this. So when he gets up, he's got new resolve and a new plan. But I'm going to roll over here to see if it makes a difference. Well, that's a 10, so
0: it's better. Describe how Hop parkours his way around so this uh, Z-Drake traps itself.
2: How he parkours? (laughs) (laughs) So he, um... Hop makes eye contact with the Z-Drake and I assume he doesn't have to do any like nah, 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 type thing people do in cartoons because the z drakes just gonna
0: come after. him. Aegon knows who his enemies are. Okay. Sorry, Lowell knows who his enemies are. <laughs>
2: who never trusted Lowell? It was me. <laughs> uh, so Hop, after making eye contact, he just books it down a space between the cars and as the Z-Drake barrels after him, he already kind of figured out the Z-Drake doesn't have a lot of like grace when it moves. I mean, I'm sure it's graceful in its way, but like it's hitting things. It doesn't care about what it's hitting on the way. So the cars are angled and stacking on each other until the stack just gets a little bit higher and then Hop dives through a hole that's made by the stacked cars. And when the Z-Drake bursts through the hole and interrupts the stack that it just made, the stack falls in just such a way that it all traps the Z-Drake underneath it. But Hop being small can just...
0: When it bursts, you whip out your shield, turn around, and the force hits the shield and propels you all the way back to the ladybug. Thank you
3: for making that cooler.
0: (laughs) That's much cooler. All right, Ellie.
3: Ellie has realized this isn't going well. It's absorbing her hit, and there are a bunch of kids surrounding this fight. She can't just keep it going so she is going to use the ability fusion, where she can apply the effect of a cipher artifact to her body.
0: What what cipher are you putting on your body now?
3: The cipher that I've been hoarding, and I thought I would continue to hoard it, but this feels like maybe a good time to break it out. I got it in the Clockwork City, a bag with a hamster in it, labeled "It Consumes."
0: You apply this thing to yourself, it starts to wrap itself around you. It starts to consume you, but leaves your head open. And then cementing on your stomach, you see two tiny little hamster arms, two tiny little hamster legs, and a mouth that's ready to consume. Oh, oh! what the fuck is this?
2: It's like a me costume you'd put on a me.
0: Is that okay that I did that?
3: Why? Yeah, this is fine. Um, I just need to revise. Um, well, it's already horrifying. Ellie reaches onto her stomach and pries it open. (laughs) (laughs) Good. To reveal emptiness, nothingness. And she walks forward to consume. Mustang!
0: (laughs) Give me a roll. Ciphers automatically work, but this one will be better if you roll better.
3: Okay, wait, where did- oh, there. I found it. I lost my die for a second, and it was in my tea mug. It's a 17! Oh! How did we get here?
0: So you're gonna run up to Obsidian Sue, who's gonna try to punch you, and you just hear as the fist goes into the stomach and starts to disappear inside of it.
5: Hungry, 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 hungry.
0: And as the fist goes further in, the little hamster arms and the little hamster legs start to grow bigger and beefier until eventually you're standing on this thing that was attached to your stomach and you've just got Ellie basically piggybacking on this beefy, the f- angry, hungry hamster. Oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah, this is fine. And meanwhile, Sue, Obsidian Sue, backs up and you can see she takes some of the obsidian tiles and uses it to replace her uh, arm that was taken, which will remove her armor, but she is pissed. So she turns over. No, no. Grabs one of the escape pods, the empty one, yanks it out, and swings at you.
3: This is fine. How many speed? Um I would like to put two levels of speed effort to dodge. Oh! It's a nineteen.
0: Yeah. How do you dodge this?
3: Am I still attached to these beefy hamster arms? I'm not sure what's going on anymore.
0: Uh, I will say since it is a cipher, you have now separated from Beef Hamster and Beef Hamster is now its own entity. (laughs) Can it just be like going after Sue? Because I don't want it to go after the kids. Okay, I I got an idea. I think this will help resolve it, if that's okay. Yeah. So, as the swing happens, you go to dodge and you just fly out of beef hamster as the thing swings at him and slams beef hamster, which congeals back into a tiny little stuffed hamster, and now it's a little stuffed animal. So, great. You really kicked your ass. You had dodged an attack. Wait, but didn't Cubo say there were just enough escape pods for everyone? Oh,
1: no! <laughs> Can the minor effect be saving the escape pod? Yeah, 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 Can the minor effect be saving the
3: escape pod? Oh, God. That's a good point, Tom. I have a minor effect.
0: That's a valid point. Do you want to save the escape pod? Yes. All right, I will say it's not major, so you'll have to get it back in, but I will say that Sue hits the thing on the ground. It kind of skids off to the side. The escape pod is still there. It's still, like, intact, but it is just lying in the middle of the main space now. All right, meanwhile, we are back to Sir Kentrum having a little bit of a fight. So Shock was like, I'm gonna stand there. Misha, get out of here. Uh Misha, are you, are you doing that? Are you doing something? What are you doing?
4: I don't know, like, on the one hand, I want to punch Sir Kentrum, but on the other hand, I think that that might make everything worse. I, maybe, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. Misha's gonna clench her fists and look at Sir Kentrum. Haven't you done enough damage? Why, why are you so fixated with doing this? Haven't you realized that we're in a in a really dangerous situation?
0: You stay out of this!
4: Um, then Misha is gonna grab their bowl of ants and toss it in. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> Those ants are murderers!
4: Oh, and I'm gonna say that before tossing the bowl, they're going to look at Ness and say, these ants help defeat the lady that hurt you and they will now do the same job here. Ness goes, oh, metal! <laughs> what, watch, and, watch and learn and, and toss the ball. Watch to, and learn, kid. To Sir face.
2: Ness is so happy right now. He's, he's having a
0: good time, kind of.
4: Um, yeah, so I'm going to do fling. I got a 16.
0: You didn't put any effort into that, did you? No. All right, the ants don't hurt him, but they just raise the side of his face before coming back to you. And he's like, "Oh, what the hell!" And Misha is like, "This is just
4: the beginning." <laughs> from there and then we're just gonna try and book it. <laughs> this is just the beginning. Turns it <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Shock and Ness, it's time to kick some ass. Remember, Ness will provide a uh, asset to any attack Shock does. Yeah. Oh yeah, anyway,
1: anyway. Shock wishes he had had more time to practice this sort of maneuver with Ness first, but he's like, all right, buddy, let's try this. So, Shock's strong glass staff is rotating around him for the resonance field and Shock is going to place Ness on the staff and then use it to, like, fling Ness directly into Kentrum's face.
2: <laughs> Ness bowls himself up like an actual cannonball
1: <laughs> for maximum impact. And then while Ness, like, gets on board of Kentrum and just attacks him, uh, Shock will rush forward and try to, like, lock the staff and the sword together. Because, because of how I'm doing this, can I roll intellect when I make the attack? since I'm like flinging the (laughs) desetory powers.
0: Yeah, but the staff isn't, I guess if you're magically stopping his staff with your staff, sure. Use an elect. Okay, it's two steps easier because of my effort and because of Ness. Got a 15. Okay, that does work. So, Ness, you just catapult at him, and then you're just, I guess, scrambling around him, just, like, hitting him <laughs> yeah, in the head? Yeah, this is,
2: um, he's, like, I imagine the actual impact was, like, directly in his gut, because that's funny <laughs> yeah. to me. And then if Kentrim wheezes down like Louis does in that one episode of DuckTales, it <laughs> <he> goes like... <sighs> It's my favorite part of the episode. So why he's wheezing. Shock just like jumps on top and he's like, I'm over here. No, I'm not. I'm over here. Ah! <laughs> he's like jumping from body location to body location, like really, really fast, like in a cartoon. <laughs> and he's making his own sound effects. Like <laughs> I
0: love it. All right, and then meanwhile, Shock, you stick the staff there by his.
1: Yeah, I'm mostly just trying to, like, I'm trying to prevent him from hitting Ness with the sword while Ness actually attacks him. You're relying on Ness to do all of the work. I I wanted to give this moment to Ness. Like, compared to Obsidian Sue and Obsidian Anuki, Kentram is is a little bit beneath us as a villain, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like this is a perfect time for Ness to,
0: to show someone what he's got.
2: That's fair. Hey, Kyle, this is important to me. What is Ketrim wearing?
0: I guess his prom outfit. So like, he's got an ascot for sure. (laughs) He just looks like Fred from Scooby-Doo probably, but like with a shirt that's way too tight. Mm -hmm.
2: I want to steal his ascot.
0: (laughs) It's stolen! Woohoo!
2: Uh, somehow in the middle of this battle, Ness is going to fashion that mascot into an eye patch, because his eye got shattered, and let's just rule it wasn't fixed, because he wants an eye patch (laughs) (laughs) Even if it was fixed, he's just gonna
1: do that. Yeah, can I rule that it was fixed, but Ness is like, uh, yes, (laughs) finally to fix that eye you never got, but it it works just fine.
0: I'll never see from this eye again. (laughs) This is my life now! Meanwhile, Misha, you are making your way up. You're pretty close to the top, and you get to the very top and you get to the ladder that's gonna take you up to the relay here's an issue though last time someone is at that relay bad things happened so it's locked
4: it's locked well no! that's fine uh because uh um i don't have any lock picking things do i uh <laughs> yeah. so is it locked like with an actual like lock pad or is it an electronic lock like a thing with a keypad or something
0: let's say it's a manual padlock that has an electronic key code to it
4: well because i have an ability called overload the device where i can infuse a power device of level three of or, or low or lower with more energy than it can handle it affected the device is destroyed or disabled for at least one minute so i can i can try and basically explode this thing so that i can open it and the lock does
0: yeah, I like to imagine that Misha climbs up and goes to, like, push it up, sees the, like, thing, and just sighs at it. And it just fizzles, has a little mini explosion, and falls to the ground. Just just roll their eyes, like,
4: oh. and then, like, just explodes as Misha is doing that. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, someone else who is also rolling their eyes is Vera, who is sitting next to Cecilos on the floor of They're in the
2: same car. On the
0: floor of the ladybug. Oh my god. She's not saying anything. She's just rolling her eyes. Meanwhile, Cecilos is- Oh, thank you so much, Accountant Detective. Engineer Detective helped unchain me from everything. Did you get the uh gift to my son? Yes, I did. We mailed it on time.
2: It, it should get there on time. Okay, thank you
0: very much. I, I really appreciate it. Then I can I can happily wait here until uh until the semester ends. <laughs> (laughs)
2: Uh, That's gonna be a problem, actually, because the ship is going down, so we need to get everybody off, and our best bet right now is to somehow drive this car through these very narrow hallways.
0: Oh my god. And how exactly do you plan on doing that without the keys?
2: Who has the keys? Uh, I didn't think about the keys. I
0: want gonna say you had to give it up like to the valet. Who's the
2: valet? It was one of the Zev. Okay, so Hop, who genuinely did not think about keys, just like doesn't respond right away and goes, can't you control machines? Yes. Do you want to control this one?
0: I mean, I suppose I could, but everything seems to be going perfectly fine right now. I don't know why I would want to intervene.
2: I like to think that after she says that, the Drake goes like, ah! <laughs> from the other <laughs> side of the room, <laughs> drawing in the oh, As it shakes a
0: little bit. Hap
2: goes, I assure you, everything is not fine, and your help would be pretty, pretty good right now.
0: Um, Give me a roll to convince her.
2: Okay, I am wearing my social adamant clothing.
0: She does appreciate good clothes. She's a woman with taste.
2: Uh, I have, let me double check. Yeah, okay, I'm trained in pleasant social interactions and persuasion. Your
1: social adamant clothes are just a beige sweater from Kohl's.
2: Scotch plaid from the um, JCPenney collection. Thank you very much. <laughs> I swear to God, if you just say no right now, I'm going to throw my computer out the window.
0: I suppose I am a patient woman, and this is a rather hasty way to go. And she walks up to the front of the car, and she turns over to you and says, I will say I have been very impressed by you and your companions. You have made an impression. I'll do this for you now. And she raises her fingers. If you're willing to repay the favor someone.
2: Is this a pinky promise? Is that what she's doing? <sighs> okay. Hopper says, No. And then slams machine control
0: implant into the dashboard. Oh, That's so good! Uh, <laughs> and the ladybug sparks to life. All right, Ellie, you have this thing that's out of place. You have this obsidian Sue. Most of the crowd, Zoe and Megan and the rest, have been really escorting people. Basically, everyone is in a pod except for them, because that's that last pod though. Oh, God, the damaged one.
3: Mm-hmm. So I have two questions. Is it damaged, and do the pods need to be in their little places to take off?
0: No one no. Okay. okay.
3: I would like to spend a level of effort to stab my claws through her stomach. I want to use the ability Thrust, which inflicts an additional point of damage. And I have Opportunist, which gives me an asset on attacking a previously attacked enemy.
0: An 18. How much damage does this do? 13. Okay, so you clobber that, Sue. Uh, Describe how you hit her.
3: I just shoot my fist straight out through her chest.
0: Okay, so you stab her through her chest.
3: Once I stab through her, I wanna curl my claws to hold her there. And I wanna tell the kids to get in the escape pod. But 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 mom, what about you? I'll be fine. <sighs> <sighs> oh.
0: Zoe. Oh, okay, okay. And quickly, she drops her things and everyone runs into the escape pod.
3: Make sure she stays in there, (laughs) I call to Jesse and Everett. I'll listen. I'm not going to just jump out of the escape pod. Are you sure? Because I don't know that I trust that you are my daughter. I trust you, mom. Okay, I'm going to trust you too, Zoe. Okay, cool. I trust you. All right, love you. And she's going to just close the pod I love door. love you too.
0: Wait, what are the professors? Are they in the pods too? Yeah, everyone's in a pod. Okay, Incl- including Ray. Everyone is safe in a pod, but not Cantrum. <laughs> and Sue, seeing that, turns over to the pod and she goes to hit it.
3: I've still got her.
0: Yeah, but she's like, she's trying to push herself away and hit the pod. So actually, give me a defense to hold on to her.
3: And this is going to be Might. I'll spend two levels of effort to stop her.
0: A 15. Sue pushes against you and you hold her back in. And then she pushes more and suddenly the obsidian glass at her chest breaks. So it does damage her. And the Sue reforms and puts all of her tiles into the weight of one arm, which she starts walking and dragging towards the pod. But then, that's weird. She can't see it. You can't see it, vegan fishwife. And she looks back at you- Baby's
5: vegan fish wife.
0: Really confused, but then starts back in a little bit of like fear and concern, because there's one person in that pod who is not accounted for. And you hear a voice say, you think you are a real villain? Yeah. You have not seen what a true villain looks like. And using their illusion magic, la Le- has outfitted you with a giant suit of armor. Illusionary, but a giant suit of armor with spikes coming out of it and made your hair look like it's flaming and it turned you into this giant horrific looking monster. I
2: fucking love
0: it.
3: The butterfly rises!
0: Oh yeah, and you have giant butterfly wings. <laughs>
3: is Le Adrian inside the pod, though?
0: Yes. Okay, good. They were in the pod with the rest. And the obsidian sue just crumbles. Shock, why do you gotta keep doing this to me? You're trying to kill me with a sword.
1: <laughs> what do you What do you think is going to happen? You're going to stab me and then what? The escape pods are going to be full by now. How are you getting off of here?
0: Who said I wanted to get off? Just that I wanted you not to. And with that, he drops the sword. He's the worst. Reaches back. And Ness, I need you to roll speed defense. Oh. Come on, Ness.
3: Ness, roll better than Hopper.
2: <laughs> yeah, Ness's very first roll was a one. Like... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> It's exactly what you think it is. No. It is a one. No. <laughs> no. Hallie, why? No. No. I don't want to be like this. Yes. I don't want this to be my life.
0: Why, Hallie, no. And he grabs Ness. No. And he says, you should have practiced in gym class. <laughs> and he picks Ness up no. like a footer and throws him far. <laughs> Like, out a window, or...? No, because we did that before. So what he's going to actually do is he's going to grab Ness, and he's going to throw Ness onto the ground to the point where Ness kind of skitters off and... Just spikes Ness at the ground. <laughs> Ness, you're able to grab onto the uh, end of the railing, okay. but you won't be able to help Shock in the fight. No! And then he's just going go to go the body check you off the railing, Shock. All right, here's my plan. Kill this child. Don't put that in the
1: episode. <laughs> we're we're on a walkway above an area, right? He's trying to check me off Yeah, the so he's
0: trying to hit you so you fall off the railing into uh, the courtyard where you will probably die because it's a long drop. Mm. Can I cutting
1: light the walkway beneath us to just like cut it apart? So he can't get to you? Yeah, like, like just like cut it so that the two ends of a walkway just like fling away from each other.
0: Yeah, I can't see for a reason you would need to roll for that you go and you cut it and the walkways start to go apart and start to swing to the sides and i need you to roll to grab ness as you swing to the side let's just
1: uh let's say let's, let's take a look at my speed pool right now mhm yep that's that's really nice uh, okay i'm going to spend four levels of speed efforts to to make
0: this roll 18 woo and i am now impaired describe when it swings away how you reach out and grab ness so, so the walkways are
1: swinging back all wild and disconnected. As we swing around, Shock is going to grab onto the railing with one hand and then scoop Ness up in the other arm and just hold on tight to Ness. I've gotcha.
2: As Ness clambers up onto Shock as Shock scoops him up, he yells across the now divided walkway at Kentrum,
0: you're off your gourd, man! Yes! And Kentrum yells, Shock! And you hear a boom, 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 almost like a boar running at you no. and you hear shock as he jumps to cross the gap to hit you oh god but barely misses bonks his head on the end of uh, your railing and just falls down to the railing right beneath it so oh, he's fine god. he's just hurting and he's like meanwhile hop what are you doing
2: I am testing out the propeller beanie on the top of the thing to see if it will feasibly fly out through the hole the Z-Drake made in the floor so that I can hover around and maybe go up to where Misha is on the relay. <laughs> Ooh.
0: I'm going to say you're flying there and you're just testing it. So it's going <laughs> as you're just going through the hallways because you're just <laughs> testing to see if it'll fly. Yeah. Hey, uh, what, 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 what are you doing?
2: I am trying to see if this is flight-capable, because I think flying outside the ship would be better than driving through the corridors.
0: Alright, um, we need to go to the engine room first. Okay, why? We we just need to go. Uh, okay. He will- (laughs) <laughs> it to the engine room. So you're racing towards the engine room as you're hearing the, like, rattling behind you. So you can hear the Z-Drake is starting to get out. And as soon as you get to the engine room, Sarah and Chitters immediately bolt out. Sarah makes her way for the engine, and Chitters starts fiddling with some controls. Sarah, what are you, uh... What are you doing? All right, so I've th- I've thought about this every which way and and, and 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 there is no way the escape pods can make it away from that cloud in time. They can only go a few hundred feet, and as soon as they go that, they're they're dead in the water. That thing's going to get to them immediately. Okay. And she starts kind of hammering a few weak points and she's like, "So we've got to we've got to do something to make sure it doesn't follow us."
2: And what is that? Oh,
0: God. Offer knows, but he's asking anyway. And Sarah just turns and smiles to you, just doing what I always wanted to do. And she and Chitters get back on the. Oh, thank God. She and Chitters get back on the ladybug, and she just says, We should probably go quickly now.
2: Sounds like a plan.
0: So, Ellie has gotten everyone on board. Shock has defeated his nemesis, Sir Kentrum. <laughs> or more accurately, Sir Kentrum has lost to his nemesis, Shock. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say
1: Sir Kentrum has lost to his nemesis himself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah has done something, but Hop and the crew are on their way out through the hole.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: It's still up at the top, Nisha. Misha. The cloud has so convincingly dwarfed everything else but it's kept its energy really on the lower decks. And so up here, where you're so far away from the cloud, it's empty. There's nothing but the breeze of the air and the quiet chirping of the quails between you and the relay.
4: The stillness of it all actually makes Michelle a bit uncomfortable. They don't like being just by themselves in in this space, but they know what they have to do. Well, they don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but they know what they are supposed to do in a way. So I guess like the first thing I was thinking on doing to figure out how to get this thing going was to use my data sphere spy ability that at least allows me to root my senses through advice that is connected to the data sphere in, a, in some sort of way. And I mean, in this case, it's just see and hear through those devices, but I want to see if... At least starting by doing a thing that Misha knows how to do, I can then... So
0: you reach out to the ship, and you try to use your data sphere spy. Nothing. It's not connected to the data sphere, and it's, it's not enough. You're not committing yourself to this. You're just testing the waters, being like, I guess I'll touch it just a little bit.
4: Which is she's just going to look around and like speak to no one in particular, I guess. Like, I do not know. Why did the nano spirit say I was the one that was supposed to do this? I have no idea. And I don't know. So I guess like communicating with shock is not going to do anything. So... Uh, can I, like, look, examine the relay itself, seeing if there's anything that I can, I don't know, somehow try and finagle with?
0: Yeah, you try fidgeting. You try maneuvering and being like, well, maybe if I put this wire here and I put this wire here, then yeah. it'll, it'll make something happen. And it's just not working. And eventually you feel your scarf kind of tighten around you. Oh. And one end of it just goes and puts what would look like to be a palm on the end of the relay.
4: Misha is going to look at their scarf and say, Do do you think that's what I need to do? Okay, I trust you. And Misha is going to put their hand there.
0: You don't feel anything at first. But then a tingle starts to run up your hand. And it feels almost as if, like, gas has been escaping from it and seeping itself towards the relay. And you feel this hand less and less, as if it's, it's not there. You aren't controlling it anymore. And this slowly, bit by bit, moves up your hand. And then suddenly, it clicks. Suddenly, a torrent of information starts just shooting around the sky everywhere. It starts buffeting you from all different sides. But it's not like it's buffeting your body because you don't feel like you have that Misha Jarvis body anymore. You feel more ethereal, less physical. And this information just keeps hitting you. Songs. Stories. Memories. You start to smell the burn of tires. You start to feel the gentle yet threatening grip of someone comfortingly grabbing your shoulder. And you see, for the first time in full, her. And as you feel these things, you feel yourself going further and further away from the prodigious, flying off into the atmosphere as these bits of pieces slowly hit into you and just tear off little bits and pieces of you, creating these strings that fly out somewhere into the far distance, connecting you with the lady who spent so long searching for you.
4: Well, I don't know what can I do. I mean, we just... Definitely a bit overwhelmed by all of these images and feelings and stuff that are happening, but I want to tr- them to try and focus on like if they can sort of semi see the the shadow of the prodigious or something to focus on that and try to block everything else out and just and just like look at that and like try to like fixate it into that so that they can like yeah
0: okay give me a roll yep all
4: right all right mm. uh... Okay. Uh, Can I spend, like, a level of
0: effort? Yeah, you can spend a level of effort. You also have XP you can sum. I know
4: there is... Yeah, okay, I want to spend one XP. Well, I guess let's see what I roll and then with that. Why does this always happen? I rolled a four. Every time. If it's something related... Why does this happen every time, Ari says. (laughs) It happens whenever it's something related to Misha's plot. And I don't understand why. Good thing you have a lot of XP. Okay, I want to (laughs) spend an XP to
0: re-roll that? Yeah, you get hit with that information but you try to steal yourself again but you're being pulled further and further out.
4: Okay, let's go. Okay, a 19. All right, all right. I'm back. I'm back on fucking track. <laughs> I want to say that maybe at first I was, Misha was getting really overwhelmed by everything and was like kind of losing it but then they like maybe thought about Shog and their friends back in the ship as like a last thought and then made that to go back.
0: You're buffeted on all sides by information and knowledge and memories and all this extraneous stuff. And it overwhelms you at first until you try to remember that it doesn't matter, you try to fight back against it with those things that center you, those memories that don't come from the data sphere and that truly are the ones that are important. And suddenly, this information, which has been coming from all directions and buffeting you, turns as if pushed by a strong wind in one strong direction. And eventually, these bits and pieces just start disappearing until eventually there is just one set focused in a cylinder all around you. But these aren't the memories externally coming from the data sphere. These are yours. And you use them to pull yourself as if on a thread back down, 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 right into you feel heartburn really bad at like your core just something feels like hot and it's not working correctly you feel like someone who had been like really ornately like someone who has a bunch of earrings and a bunch of like nail polish you feel as if you know you were very ornately put together you feel a few familiar bodies like ants crawling around your surface and you feel a handful of escape pods waiting for you Misha Jarvis, you are the prodigious. What are you going to do?
5: Salutations!
0: I believe I have taken over the
3: prodigious.
4: It is me,
3: Misha <laughs> Jarvis.
2: Are you all in position for a swift escape?
1: Oh, Can we respond? How
2: do we respond?
3: How does anyone respond to that?
1: Can can the prodigious hear us no matter where we speak? Yeah, because Virgil could when you you talk to him. Oh,
3: that's true. So Virgil was
1: just spying on us at all times.
3: Uh, As far as I can tell, everyone's in the escape pods. I guess I'm just gonna ride on top or something.
2: I may have a plan for that. I've got the ladybug flying a little bit. It will probably be fine
4: outside the ship, but I can come get everybody.
1: I'm fine, too. Uh, Kentrum hurt his head. We we might need to carry him out of here.
4: Uh, the, the, you're going to say, after Kentrum hurt his head,
2: GREAT! <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. After, we may need to help him. Desk goes, WHAT?
2: in the background. Right. WHAT?
0: Uh, <laughs> and then you just hear, FANTASTIC JOB, Misha! I knew you could do it! I
3: don't know how...
0: You hear Sarah say, you should uh, tell them to get rid of the escape pod. Shit. I set the engine to blow up. You should let them know that I set the engine to blow up.
2: Oh my God. You're right. Sarah set the engine to blow up. So I'm going to come get everybody faster than I'm currently moving. Well,
4: uh, I do believe I am currently the ship, so (laughs) I do not want to blow up, but also usual me is also in the ship so i also would not like that for two
2: reasons now <laughs> oh, oh dear you should probably disconnect from the ship at your earliest opportunity
1: you guys get the ladybug up to misha by the relay me and ness will drag cantrum up and, and meet you all there
3: i'm sorry we're doing what now send the pods out now what
1: i think you said launch the pods Good. all right everybody
4: hand tight <laughs> and then just launch the the, the pots. Okay. Was that a bad idea?
0: So you see three lights at the back of each pod activate and they start to heat up and rev up like And then suddenly all of them shoot out of the Prodigious, and arc like a fireworks show off into the distance right above Zev Gardens, with the notable exception of the ones your children were in, which kind of shoots down through the Prodigious, bangs around, and then flies out alongside the rest of them. So it's like all of them flying out, and then you just hear this, one just trying to make its way around. As you turn over and you and you see those leave, Ellie, you notice that your daughter has left a little gift for you. You see that she's left her hoverboard there, which is right now next to the open wall that you can easily fly out of.
3: It registers for Ellie. She hasn't really thought about it for a while. We're real high up, aren't <laughs> we? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. no! And she is going to maybe have to fly this... A small device?
1: These kids and their skateboards.
3: It'll sink, right? It'll just, she'll get on it and it'll just drop, right? How does she fly it? And she's gonna look around (laughs) to see if someone's gonna come save her. Because Ellie Badge does not generally wait for someone to save her. But she's kind of got her fingers crossed right now. I mean, Hopper plans to go to the middle deck first
2: because he knows Ellie is there. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna say Ellie, you're sitting there, you're like holding on to it and you're like, okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then suddenly the ladybug flies up and the flap opens up for you to get in.
3: Oh, thank God. Where are the other kids?
0: shock you are now at the top of the prodigious and you are making your way towards misha you can see that their body is very still and you can see that there aren't actually color in their eyes it's not gray it's not red it's just completely no pupils or anything just white i i would say less white eyes and more like kind of like how you know a computer has like a light around the power ring
5: yeah.
0: That's what Misha's eyes were like. And now that there's no power, there's no light emanating from it. So it's like an empty glass screen. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like an empty glass screen.
1: Also, we're dragging Sir Kentrum. We far stepped down to him and we dragged him back up. Uh, (laughs) uh, Shush, Ness. Ness is
2: complaining the whole way.
1: I gonna leave him to die.
2: But he's the worst.
1: That's true, but we're not going to leave him to die.
2: Why?
1: (laughs) Because I said so.
2: You were really fun for a while and then you stopped being fun.
1: And then Shock will say, are all the escape pods away, Misha Jarvis? I have
4: deployed all of the escape pods.
1: I think you can disconnect now. The ladybug will be here soon.
4: Certainly, I will do that then. And then I will try to disconnect.
0: (laughs) And with Shock here, it's a lot easier. You don't fly all the way out. You just step out of the prodigious and back into your old body. It's almost like coming home.
4: Okay. When I do that, then the first thing I do when Misha looks at Shock and, and also Ness, they are going to say... Thank you. I, I couldn't have done any of this without you. It's hard to explain, but I couldn't have.
1: Shock smile.
4: Ness
2: will, like, brush off his arms the way that you would a jacket if you were wearing a jacket. Aww. And goes, yeah, I'm really useful. I got shock staff back. <laughs> this is all basically due to me.
0: Meanwhile, Q Dragon sound effects. No.
2: Hop. What? I don't know. Anuki has gotten out and oh
0: is very interested in following the ladybug. No. Why
2: would that be?
0: So, uh, <laughs> let me know what your next uh, direction is.
2: Um. Okay. So, let me just look at my character sheet real quick. Did you ever tell Ellie where the other children were, by the way? Because I have an idea. Everybody's in. I-, I could just, like, drive. Everyone's in the ship. God damn. I asked if everybody was in the ship. No, no, well, I mean, like, I would just drive the ladybug away, but I need to use it to get you into it. And also, everybody is in the ladybug, uh, so yeah. it's not a good diversion. Um, right. Ellie, you still
3: got the hoverboard? Yeah, I was thinking, um, maybe I should fly it to the rescue i can fly things are you sure um yeah it'll be great i got this how was your how was your 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 boat fear
2: been not good <laughs> and then she's gonna because g- i can do it if you t- <laughs> try to fly <laughs> the hopper thing hopper's as, as she, i like to think as she's going up, hopper's like i can do it if you don't want to <laughs> do it oh my god she's gone <laughs>
0: So Ellie, you are making your way up to the kids. Hop, what are you doing?
2: I, my thought was the hoverboard was going to be the distraction. Oh, he was going to get in the hoverboard and just like skate away. I don't know. He was just going to distract and then like make it run into the already exploding ship and then somehow make it back (laughs) onto the ladybug. That was his plan. That's why he asked.
0: Well, the Z-Drake is still very fixated on you. So what are you going to do?
2: So Ellie just left, right, with the hoverboard? And she's going up to get Shaq and Misha. Yeah. Does does the Z-Drake count as a non-boss target?
0: No. Fuck.
3: Are you going to designate it as guilty?
2: No, I have a small bird that will send a non-boss target into next morning.
4: You are guilty! Tooth <laughs> <You>, dragon!
2: Bird! <laughs> All right, so I guess I just try to dodge it. I'm just going to try to dodge it.
0: Okay. Are you trying to make your way away from the prodigious now?
2: Now that I know that extraction for Shock and Misha is happening, yes.
0: Okay, uh, give me a roll.
2: All right, I'm putting effort into this? What kind of effort would this be?
0: Uh, an speed. Okay,
2: we'll do In I'm gonna do
0: three levels.
2: Here we go. Uh, new die. I've gone through five of my d20s tonight. Seven.
0: You go to escape and suddenly you hear as metal scrapes into the back of the ladybug and pulls off the like very back of it no one gets pulled off but uh it now has no butt <laughs> the back of it no. is just torn off oh this is a good no. and you can like feel the wind around you no. meanwhile ally roll me intellect to pilot this thing
3: oh no I actually now have my highest pool is intellect right now.
2: Yeah, we're not doing so hot. I, I feel don't. fine. Shh, shut up.
3: Isn't a rule that we can't reroll roll once? Oh no, Ellie, no! No!
0: It is a rule. I thought so. So you... This is how Ellie does. You pilot your way up and you make it to the babies and you're like, I'm, I'm coming. You're finally getting used to it and comfortable with it, and you go to land, and you flop on the ground, and the hoverboard hits the edge of the no. ground, and spirals oh my god. off oh
5: my
1: god.
0: into the no. abyss.
5: What? No! Oh my fucking god.
1: Zoe's so hoverboard, though. Oh. No. It's all right, Misha Jarvis. They're coming to save us. <laughs> oh, Ellie's right next to you.
3: Oh, I was um gonna rescue you, but... Um, I didn't. She says <laughs> unnecessarily, but I didn't.
1: <laughs> it's, all, it's all right.
3: It, it is
4: okay. It, it, it's, it's okay, Um, Ellie B. Um, we'll find a way. We always do, right?
1: It'll be all right, Ellie Badge. Uh, Hopper Scotch is still out there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hopper Scotch thinks you're safe. You all got to either come up with a plan now or fuck. Oh, I thought the plan was that Hopper was going to pick us up. Cause what? That, how could a hoverboard carry three yeah. people all the way down to the ground?
3: They weren't. It wasn't planned well.
4: Uh, well, I do believe Simon Scotch could come and pick us up if if the first part of the plan did not work, so, um, is there a way we can communicate with Simon Scotch so that he comes back? I just, I, I don't know. Does anybody have any ciphers? Yeah, I'm trying to see what I have. I have fling. I can just fling people. <laughs> I hope that they don't die.
1: Oh, that's right. I never got a chance to use it. Uh... Shock will take out his bass guitar (laughs) and slowly start playing a tune that I had prepared for last session.
4: Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure playing with you tonight.
1: (laughs) Anyway, Shock has a cypher, which is called, I don't think it had a proper name, but it's a bass instrument that swirls with the energy of the sea professor. And so Shock pulls it out and starts playing this tune.
0: Inside the Prodigious, there is a heartbeat. It's erratic, and Sarah will tell you it's hell to deal with. But it's what keeps the ship alive, and it's what keeps it expressive. The engine of the ship starts beating faster and faster and faster as the heat and the light inside intensifies. And the light and the heat starts to seep out from the sides of the engine before suddenly, in a burst, this energy and life explodes outward, taking all of the unnecessary parts of the ship to oblivion with it, reaching out at the ship and then further outside of it. This energy hop, as Anupi goes to take another run at you, grabs the back of her tail and makes the way up this obsidian drake, which disintegrates with its energy, and it continues to fly forward and create a shield from which it pushes back against the Apocrita, which almost screams like a spider itself, And you can see the tentacles retract like spider legs and as this energy continues it starts to make its way up to our three poor souls trapped on top of the ship and that's when the sea comes you see quails are peculiar creatures being both quail and whale bird and sea mammal they come from two worlds but don't really belong to either they can't swim in the water nor fly in the air and by all conventions that makes them failures. But if fitting convention was the only metric of success, you wouldn't be here. And as you play your song, Shock, the power of the sea surrounds the quails and inspires them to try something new. So you watch as the flock forms a large cloud-like shape, surrounds all three of you, and picks you up and off of the prodigious. The quails aren't flying, they're swimming through the air. And they gently carry you to safety as the prodigious is completely engulfed in flame. As the fire continues to fade around where the prodigious was, and the edges of the apocrypha curl up as if the ends of a piece of paper singed by fire, Hopper, you notice a small blue container to the right of you looks about like a defibrillator light up. And you realize, wait, this is the thing Mako gave you at the very beginning. The thing that could be used to help someone who got taken over by the spiders. And at the same time, all of you see in this war between the light of the flames and the shadow of the Apocrypha down in the ruins where a few bits of rubble have started to lay to rest two figures at the ground.
2: Can I can I can turn the shit back now, right? yes. Because part of the reason Hop left was because there was a dragon attached to the back of his ship, and that was just maybe going to kill everybody on the top of the ship more than going down with the ship. So now that that danger is gone, he's going to go back into the explosion, hoping his friends survived said explosion. So about face, there he goes.
0: <laughs> uh, and does everybody else uh, in the in the quails go there as well? Yes.
2: Are we steering them? Can I see them on the quails?
0: I mean, Shock is playing the bass. I'm going
2: to pick them (laughs) up before going down to investigate the thing.
0: All right. So your ship is now filled with four friends and many quails.
2: Oh, they're in the ship too. (laughs) (laughs) Hop won't say no. There's just so many people in the ladybug
0: now. (laughs) And as you land in the distance behind the cliff hill where you saw those two figures, you can see lightning crackling.
2: Is the defibrillator still lighting up?
0: Yes. It's actually beeping. It's doing like a hot cold thing and as you've been moving closer to those figures, it's been beeping more.
2: Okay, after we land, I want to take it and use it like a metal detector and follow where it leads.
0: And I'm assuming the other four of you follow along? Shock well.
3: Yeah, maybe I will too. I'm not following. I'm just gonna run over there.
0: So Ellie, as you crest the hill you are the first to see that the lightning is actually erupting from the cloud body of Sunny. The, the light around her is pulsating. It's, it's having a tough time controlling itself. Lightning is shooting out of her. So is water. And in fact, a few shards of hail pelt against you as you rush down. And you can start to hear Sunny just, oh no, no. And as you get closer, you see lying underneath her with just a few spiders crawling away, Myra. And she is... Shaking doesn't seem right, because shaking is involuntary. It's almost as if she's trying to move against some force that's freezing her in place. It reminds you of when you saw Sue for the last time. And and she's trying to make to make a sound. She's trying to, to say something. But... Uh... She can't even say enough to offer you a glass of water. As she reaches her hand up, Sunny takes her cloud end and she she freezes it to make a solid thing for Myra to hold on to. And she's like, no, no, come on, come on, we, 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 have, we have to go. I know we, we've been trying to not be together together like that, but that doesn't mean I don't want to be together at all. I I I want to be me, but I can't I've just loved learning how to be me so much with you. How far I have I'd like to just run in
2: and defibrillate Myra.
0: Yes, hop, you you rush in and you get right next to her and Sunny doesn't seem to notice you at first until Myra's eyes start to move over towards you. And Sunny is like Oh, Mr. Hopper Scotch, you need to get away from this place. It's much too dangerous.
2: No, no, no. I think I think this will help. Um, um Mr. Mako gave me this defibrillator and it was in case anybody got taken over by the apocrypha. So I think if I just press this button, it'll give me directions because it pops open and gives directions. Right. That was what the. Yes. OK.
0: And as you pop it open, you see this hemadium crystal, which is the only real light besides sunny shining on the space and you slam down on it. And as you do, the crystal disappears. It doesn't like shatter, but it's almost like it poofs into dust. And suddenly, the briefcase the defibrillator was in starts to wrap itself bit by bit around each of your fingers as it climbs up the length of your arm and continues up the side of your neck forming a glove with the hematium crystal at the palm and a visor over your face. Is it
2: his Iron Man glove?
0: It's his Iron Man glove. It's been his Iron Man glove the whole time. I love it. And as the visor goes on, suddenly a series of calculations of images start to go over your vision and you hear a familiar, friendly voice say, Well, hello there, friend. All right, today we are going to save somebody's life, but I need you to listen to everything I'm about To tell you. Okay. You might want to take down some notes on a piece of paper. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You're using your arm to save somebody's life. Alright, so the first step you have to do is you have to take your hand and you have to wrap it around in such a way that you can't. And Hopper, you hear almost like the the world's friendliest ghost. Mako's voice starts to fill your ears as he, in an indirect way, starts to fill your vision. And he provides you instructions on how to safely extract the spider. So.
2: I follow them.
0: Alright. It's going to be a tricky process.
2: But I believe in you!
0: And I want you to roll three times, but not tell me the result.
2: I'll I'll roll three different die, and then I'll just keep them around.
0: (laughs) Alright, you got them? Yeah. Alright. No, they gotta be- It's not going to work unless they're fused. Shock, to your right, you notice Lowell is standing there. Staring at the scene as Hop tries to save Myra. Tapping his foot and kind of, actually, he's pacing a little bit. He's like, no, they have to be, they have to be fused in order for it to work. I can't, they can't be saved if only one of them is there.
1: Is that all you care about? Do you have even a speck
0: of concern for the lives you end? End? What do you mean, end? You don't know a damn thing about ending lives. I'm saving them. But unless they're together, I cannot save the Professor! Myra and Sunny
1: aren't dead yet. They still have lives to live.
0: Everyone your swarm eats is still alive. Exactly! They're alive and they will stay alive! And unless this- this stops, Shock! Unless this nonsense- And then he notices Hawk for the first time. What- what is he doing, Shock? What is he doing?
1: Well, if, if Mr. Mako is is so safe and alive, why don't you ask him? <laughs> shock!
0: Shock! I need you to stop him. <laughs> shock is actually going to laugh a little bit at that. Shock! I need you to stop him.
1: No, we
0: are going to stop. Him. And shock! I need you to roll defense. Any defense. Oh God! Let me let me get my
1: dice, which are not. Oh my God, Doc. Oh, that's fine. We
0: don't need a nice roller. Coaster. Uh well, I got a six. Yeah. Suddenly, everyone notices as Shock turns an alarm and almost seems to be pushed over by some unseen force. As he rolls along the ground in shock, you can see Lowell has pounced on top of you. And once he has you pinned, he looks at your cutter head. He reaches for it, and you watch as the ring starts to charge up and point directly at Hopperscotch.
1: Am I permitted to make additional rolls to try and counter this?
0: Yes. I'm going to say him pushing you over and moving it to point at Hop was your roll.
1: And I can use intellect for this, correct? Yes. I'm going to use four levels of effort on this one. That's a three.
4: Can Misha go and put and put his arm down based on that face? Oh
0: no! Yeah, you're gonna need it because that thing is charging harder. And all if- right,
4: I let's go. Let me see. Uh, I want to spend two levels of effort for, I guess, speed to get there fast and like push it down as fast as I can. Um. Oh God, I got to two. <laughs> <laughs> the one time I needed you to roll high. Can, can I? I have two XP already. Can I still? Can I? You can
1: use both of it to automatically
0: succeed.
4: Really? Okay. Then I would like to spend both of my XPs to automatically succeed and like pin his arm down.
0: Okay. The arm goes down. You can see the cutting light shoot off and kind of make a line in the sand. Then hop, take your lowest roll and disregard it mm. because you don't have to dodge that bolt anymore. Okay. But here's the side effect. The kind of downside to Ari rolling badly but automatically succeeding is that Lowell notices you. Oh, okay. And he goes and grabs Shock's other hand. And suddenly you see a handful of panels start to appear. The ones that appear when he's performing counter No, Oh, no. And Shock, (laughs) I want you to roll to stop Lowell as he tries to grab and pull your arm. Not towards Hopper, mm-hmm. but towards Misha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after all, if Misha really is Stratic life inhabiting a machine, couldn't one argue that they're always an ongoing Numenera effect? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm going to
1: use this against you someday. Next time we fight anything, mechanical or Stratic, <laughs> Shock is going to once again use all levels of efforts and, <laughs> like gritted teeth, say, don't <laughs> you dare. Motherfucker! What the
0: fuck is this? I rolled a five. Misha didn't stand a chance. They were pinned directly on top of Shock's body. There was no way they would have been able to respond in time as Shock's countermeasures rises and hits Misha right in the side. And Misha, you feel almost as if your soul itself is burning. Oh, God.
4: What? And you
0: are launched to the side. i just gonna
4: scream at that.
0: And knocked one tear down the damage track.
4: One tear down the What does What does that mean? Oh, no.
3: Uh, okay, so I'm impaired. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. Uh, can I just grab Shock's arms? Yeah. Okay, 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 pray for me. Wait, I didn't put in. I would like to use an XP to reroll? <laughs>
0: what the fuck? What, uh, what helps you reroll?
3: Pure adrenaline. <laughs> and this time I'm not gonna forget to put in effort. I am going to put in three levels of effort. Okay. 17?
0: Hop. Disregard your second lowest roll. Now that Ellie has grabbed Shock and Lowell, they are hindered enough to not get to you by the time you needed that roll. But there is one last thing Lowell will try. And as you're pinned to the ground, you can just hear Lowell saying, how, how, how is, how is she so heavy? Mm -hmm. Solid metal piece of shit.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Shock's hands are going to be clenching in the dirt, just carving little thoroughs. You're going to pay for what you did to Misha. Do you
0: understand that? They'll be fine, and I'll try my hardest to make sure he is too. And at that moment, Ellie and Shock, you disappear from the ground where you're at, and you far step a few feet above hop with ellie pointed downwards about to fall right on top of him oh my god hop what was your last dice
2: my last die was a 20.
0: <gasps> <gasps> oh my god oh, the tides have, have turned, turned. Why don't you finish this scene? So, Hop, you've been working furiously to get the spider out. You're about to get it out. What happens?
3: Ellie has screeched Hopper move. <laughs> much too late.
2: <laughs> I like to think that he's so close and he's, like, using the laser fingers to get the spider out. He's a second away from doing it when suddenly a shadow appears <laughs> over what he's working on that definitely wasn't there before. So he stops for a moment, looks up. <laughs> looks back down, twists his (laughs) arm, and turns it into like a barrel roll where he drags Myra with him while taking out the spider
0: using the velocity Oh, (laughs) the So cool. As you land on the ground, Lowell stands up, confused why no one is there. And he looks around. And he just sees you, Hop, holding a (coughs) coughing Myra as your gloved hand reveals a small obsidian spider and smashes it. Yeah. And he's just like, "No, what? No, what? Why? What? Why would you let me get this far and and stop now? Now everything. And he looks up at the Aquarius. Now everything is jeopardized. Do you know how many lives are on the line? We
1: have some idea, yeah. And we're going to make sure you don't take any more. And with that,
0: Lowell disappears and shock is breathing
1: heavily almost crying you know from the shock of just being puppeted around like that is going to crawl over to where misha fell and desperately for the mental link try to contact him misha jarvis are are you all right please can you answer me
4: Uh, I'm, i'm i'm okay shock is is he gone
1: i think he is for now i don't know when he's coming back
4: we should ensure that he doesn't come back.
1: I don't know but there's a way we can stop that.
4: We'll find a way. I promise.
1: Thank, thank you, Misha Jarvis. I was, I was so afraid and Shock is going to z- hug Misha and, and hold them close.
4: Aww. Misha will hug Shock back. Yes, I understand what you mean, but I will be here for you.
1: And then Shock kisses Misha on the lips if that's okay
5: that's suitable
1: <laughs> and then shock will back off and say I, I, I'm i sorry if that was weird that, that's a I think a, a human a human custom that people do when they uh, when they like each other a lot
4: oh well I liked it a lot <laughs> and they will kiss shock back
0: uh, and across the space a few feet away with a bewildered hopper scotch between them <laughs> Sonny and Myra do the same. Well, this was an unexpected week. You're all standing in the still burning rubble of the prodigious. <laughs> Above you, the Apocryta seems like it's starting to regather some of its strength, but it has stayed still. It's not in any position to attack you, and so you've had some time to get everyone out of the ladybug, get Vespari out, get Cecilos out, get the quails out, make sure Vera doesn't run away. And you've also been able to meet up with the students who got out of the pods. So everyone's kind of assembling together before making their journey back. And Ray kind of looks at all of you and says, I can't say that you have really benefited the students taking the course, but, and she turns over to Ellie, I can't help but love it. (gasps) Ellie has like heart eyes. That being said, as delightful as all of you have been, and as removed as most of the jagged dream is we still did somewhat fail to prevent a war. Sure, you know, the Zev didn't come out, but this, and she points to all the burning rubble around you, is what one might call a national crisis. So, you know, there's work to be done. And she just kind of like rubs the back of her head. Oh, well, I hope my niece hasn't held my lack of communication against me at all. (laughs) And you know, I while you may have a very different brand of diplomacy, I think you, and she looks at Hopper before looking at all of you, all of you <laughs> could be very helpful in this conversation if you would be willing. We. I think that
3: maybe some of us would be more helpful than others, but I do think that we have some things to sort out too. Yeah.
0: They've got a point. And you can see Sunny, who's just kind of perched on top of uh on top of Myra, maybe like almost like a bit of puffy cloud hair. And Myra adds, Yes, I I, I agree. Um, you know, so far we've been the only ones who have really been thinking about the Apocryta, and we've kind of had our heads in the clouds a little bit. <laughs> And I think we've been so focused on preventing that, that we haven't focused on on the things that we can do. What we're saying is that if there's any bunch to outdo the heroes of Navarine, and Sunny and Myra both roll their eyes a little bit, it would be you, group. You bunch. It would be you. You bunch. You bunch. You
1: four. What
0: about you four? Well, what about Ness? Oh. Yeah, yeah he cow,
2: I cow. Then you five. You five then. <laughs> I'm going to help kill the spiders. <laughs>
1: that was all out of character. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Shock doesn't actually forget about Ness. Um, Shock is just going to say, we. We want to help as best we can, but we may have our own fight left to finish. And gesturing at the not entirely dissipated storm, <laughs> Chuck's voice will just get real low and he'll say, he's not going to stop until we, we finish this for good. We have to put an end to his plans. You can stay here and stop wars, but I think we need to find that artifact. We need to put an end to the Apocrita for good this time.
0: Yeah, they all need to go to the eastern edge of the Bah Danu forest in order to get Red's blessing. And everyone just looks over to Jesse perplexed and they just turn and say, what? I've been in Professor Myra's class all semester! Oh my god, all semester! Have you been teaching this to everyone?
1: All semester? Three
4: days! (laughs) You were my mate of room these past days, and you did not inform me of this fact, Jesse!
0: What? No, I said it many times! Although I don't remember who I said that to. But with two places to go, how will we know who goes where? And you can see Zoe has joined the just mob of people as well.
3: Zoe, I kind of think that your skills might be better placed here with Ray and Sarah and the others.
0: It is true. You are very intelligent and a diplomat, not engaged in the art of wars like I, the Reformed Vespari. The
5: Reformed
0: Vespari. (laughs) God, yes. And Everett, who is also there, laughs. Oh, he just laughs. laughs and Megan laughs, laughs as well. And Sonny jumps in and says, well, well, she does have a point. And Myra continues. It's true. Lowell, he wants us. So long as Shock knows where we are, wherever we are is in danger. But but if he doesn't. Well, then Lowell can't really do much of anything, can he? He can't go attacking, and she points up to the cloud. He can't just go attacking towns however he likes, and, well, he needs shock. And the smaller group shock is with, the less people he can use as leverage. Well, yeah, and, um, well, we, we gotta... And Jesse grabs Everett's hand and looks at him. Uh, we, we need to kind of take a... A, a br- break? Oh. I think that's the word. Is that the word? And Everett just nods his head. Yeah, we need to take a break from adventuring, right? I feel like you
1: should specify that before viewers start <laughs> panicking that their relationship is done. Oh
0: no! Yes, from adventuring. And hey, while you wait for them, you could hang out with us. And so he looks to Sarah and to the entire group. Of friends that you've made as tears fill her eyes and she just swoops in and gives Ellie a hug.
3: Well, that's ideal because in something that's very rare to her, Ellie was already going in for a hug. You know, I I don't have any right to ask it of you. I know you kind of already offered, but can you make sure to keep an eye on her while I'm gone? And Ellie is going to be asking Sarah.
0: And Sarah turns to you and her expression immediately sours and she crosses her arms and she gives a very serious solemn nod, but she can't help but have a small smirk appear out of the corner of her mouth. All right, so everyone goes and makes their way. Um, What happens is we have the Brackleberries and Zoe and Myra and Sunny are going to go off someplace in the steadfast to run basically a peace conference in order to kind of undo all the damage the Jagged Train has done. Jesse and Everett are going off. I think they're going to go back to Navarine because Jesse still technically does work for the queen. And so they need to get out of that job. They need to resign and maybe look into a new, (laughs) calmer line of work. And Vespari is taking his new reform show, The Only Place He Knows, The Road. Is there anything any of you uh, say to them or any of the other students or faculty before you go?
3: Should I go first, Hallie? Yeah, go first. So Ellie stops by to thank Megan (laughs) profusely. Make sure she's okay, first of all, but also thank her because she saved her baby. Oh, not a
0: problem at all. After all, I've heard fried fish is a delicacy, and so I guess I'm even sweeter now.
3: (laughs) Ellie looks slightly panicked and then does like a...
0: Is fried fish sweet? I guess I'm even more savory now. (laughs) Sweet it is.
3: (laughs) And I want to stop by Jesse and Everett. Okay. I just wanted to, you know, (laughs) wish you good luck and um, apologize for pushing so much because it may have been slightly um, overbearing.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you know, you're still not mauve, but I'm glad you were around.
3: I wanted to see if you could take care of something for me. And Ellie's going to reach up into her hat and let the little thimble come and set on her hand.
0: For preference, this was the little robot thimble Emily spent an XP to get at the end of oh, yeah. Questionable Measures. And
3: hold it out to Jesse and Everett. Can you take care of her for me? Oh,
0: oh. Everett holds this thing so delicately and is like, Bleh. Well, and he's tearing up. How am I supposed to help her if I don't even know her name? And then Hop, what did you want to do?
2: He's also offering his hand for a goodbye handshake. Jessie, um, I just want to say that look, you and Everett deserve this break just so much. Thank you for all of your help since Day. I mean, I, I really appreciate it. I, I really admire you. And I hope everything goes well for you back in Day, not working for the Queen anymore. And I hope to see you again when this is all over.
0: Jesse goes to take your hand. Well, uh, yes, yes, I'm excited to see you, too, again, Mr. Hopper, and goes for a very, like, excited handshake, but they're restraining themselves. They're professional now, and they grab your hand, and it starts vibrating and shaking with this untapped energy. And then, they just break. And your hand starts waving all over the places, they're just shaking it as hard as they can, and they're going like, Oh, thank you so much! It was so great to meet you, Mr. Hopper! You're such an inspiration to me! You're even better than you were before! And they go in and they're giving you hugs, and they just keep talking about how great you are. Alright, so, it is moved on. The ladybug is perked up and ready to go. It's been patched up a little bit by Sarah. Kubo has volunteered to be back at the wheel to help you navigate your way through the beyond. As he says, My knowledge begins and ends at the Steadfast. Think of how much more information I can present to people if I know about the beyond as well. And so the car is perked up. Kubo is up front. Ness has already tried to get into the driver's seat. uh, (laughs) And been pushed to the side and is now like just bullying (laughs) Kubo to pass the time.
4: She's like pogging him.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
4: (laughs) What cassette
2: tapes do you have?
0: (laughs) Shaka is in there trying to control the situation. Misha, as you go to go in, Sunny and Myra are just, you know, putting some final reminders to Kubo through the window saying, Yes, the eastern edge of the Baho Denu Forest. We don't know exactly where it is, but if you look at these coordinates, you g- will get a general idea, and they're just giving instructions to Kubo uh, as you go in and, and you're about to enter one of the flaps to get into the <laughs> to lay bug.
4: Okay, so before that, Misha will approach them and say, um, I would like to thank you not only for all the help that you have given us as a group, but also for reinforcing your own bonds between one another. Because you doing so have taught me a lot about my own. And then they are going to look specifically at Sonny and say, I, I know you mentioned previously how you saw a big bond between me and, and Shock and you even called it love. Uh, and well, I, I thought before that the seasons of love was, uh, was something that only humans can get, but I have learned that i believe androids can have it too so thank you and they will just grab myra and then kind of try and grab something of sony kind of to have like a thank you thing
0: oh well well thanks i guess but i don't know why you're thanking us i agree after all we learned it all from you Suddenly you hear this honk, 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 honk as Ness has found the horn and is like, let's get going.
2: Just laying his whole rotund body on it.
0: And Ray looks to you, Ellie, and says, well, huh, it looks like it's it's time to go.
3: Um, I I was thinking that uh, maybe, you know, it's 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 not like you need to wait for me or anything, but I was thinking that, you know, if it's um, okay, you know, once I'm done, um, if, you know, I could maybe see you again sometime, it would, you know, we,
0: if... She goes in and gives you a kiss.
3: Aww. I was just gonna keep studying <laughs> until you did
0: something. <laughs> well, just... And she gives a wink. Don't make me wait so long this time. All uh. right. And so you all make your way back to the car. Shock is in there, Ness is in there, Misha's in there, Ellie's in there, and Hop's making his way there. And that's when you hear, hey, you're just gonna go? I couldn't find you. I mean, that was, that was fair. And Sarah pulls herself out from underneath the car <laughs> as her wheelchair is in the like slider skateboard mode again.
2: I only said that because I couldn't justify Hopper not going to find her, but that's so fucking funny. I love it. Because I was under
0: here the whole time. (laughs) Hey, uh, it was kind of fun doing this whole adventuring thing.
2: Really? Because I had a lot of fun, but I wasn't sure.
0: Okay, you had fun? Okay, I was... Because sometimes, you know, I have fun and then people say that I made a mess of the place, so... No, it was
2: a blast. I actually, um... I wasn't in a good place when I got on the prodigious and,
0: um, th- thanks for hanging out with me. It really helped. Hey, you know, it's, it's not, it's not like it's difficult to hang out doing <laughs> dangerous adventure and stuff with the, with a cute guy or what the, so, ah, uh, Hopper's cheeks and ears are aflame. You know, if you want to keep me company when My mom and her, and she just glares at Ellie, are doing... Who is watching through the window, (laughs) white-lipped and (laughs) wide-eyed, under, like, blinds? I'm just saying that you offered to help me out if I ever needed any help, so... And she reaches into her pocket. She's like, oh, shit, where is it? And she eventually grabs an object, but we can't see because it's in her hand. Mm -hmm. And she sets it in your hand, huh? And she just says, if you ever need my help, you'll uh, know where to find me. Thanks. <laughs> it takes
2: Hopper a couple tries to get the words out. The one word, the single word. He's like, I, I, I'm I, going to miss you. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, would love to hang out after. I'll, 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 I'll. I'll probably end up needing <laughs> your help at some point. Shock! <laughs> hook the horn! Ness obliges
0: <laughs> And Shitters, who is attached to the side of your face, jumps off and skitters up Sarah's arm, and she just says, Well, um, I guess that's that then.
2: Yeah, that's that. Uh and then he he goes into the car and then sticks his head back <laughs> out and goes, bye! And then goes back in.
0: And she just cautiously raises her <laughs> hand and waves as the ladybug heads out. The first rays of sun illuminate the horizon as the ladybug makes its way away from all of your friends, all of the bonds that you form, and out into the scary world of the beyond towards the thing that will help you finally settle what's going on with the Apocrypha. Because there's a lot that's unresolved, What's going on with the Apocrypha? How will Shock live with Lowell? Just what's going on with Misha? And, and will, will the people you're leaving behind, as talented and wonderful and attractive as they are, be able to stop what the jagged dream set into motion? But while there are all these unknowns, there are few knowns. A few things to hold on to as you make your way forward. Specifically, you can see crawling out of the escape pod and nestling back into the burrows in the passageways and the spires of Zev Garden. The Zev, who have for so long been removed from their home, can finally rest in a place they call their own again. As difficult as your journey has been, as difficult as it's going to be, you can look at this and see that good things have happened. That in all of the excitement, you didn't even realize that the sun was rising. Is already dead and we haven't even started. Alright. I
2: forgot that was the first that was the first kazoo song
4: we did. It was! That's <laughs> the that's the campfire camp kazoo song.
2: Oh yeah,
0: I forgot.
1: <laughs> do
4: do, do do.
1: Well, I've got my kazoo here just in
0: case. That's
3: good. I need to check on Megan and I don't want Zoe to help me.
0: Megan got shot. So I'm going to count that as Megan's helping you.
3: (laughs) I know! Megan got shot! And she's a fish type! It's super
0: effective!
3: No! No.
0: God.
2: Fish type isn't even a type of Pokemon.
0: No, but she got shot with electricity.
2: Watertight. No.
1: Actually, that was the only part that I was unclear, if you stabbed yourself with the spear or stabbed the previous host with the spear.
0: Well, there are two ways to try it, one of which (laughs) you'll be relatively okay if you're wrong and one of which you won't be okay if you're wrong. I wasn't
1: suggesting I stab myself with the spear.
0: (laughs) Anyway, moving on, moving on. Are we all good to continue? Do we need to take a break or grab something before then? I'm
1: fine. My voice is very okay.
2: We can do this. Why are you talking?
0: That
1: that oh, up. Okay. we're an asmr podcast now
0: hi this is lowell spiders today we're <laughs> going to introduce to you the sound of spiders <laughs> and then here's the sound you make after you've been consumed by the spiders it's nothing because you get frozen at the end of all of it
5: are you going to
1: be okay, Tom? I didn't even register a single word you said after Lowell's spiders. <laughs> I drew, my brain just shut down at that. We're going to hear, like, booting up. Shock will still stand up and say, I don't know if you can still hear me when you, when you do your vanishing act, but we'll be seeing you again.
0: He, you just hear voice say, I can't hear you. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, I
2: don't know if actions are like a thing that we can do right now, but can I activate my Defend the Innocent on Shuck? Yes. I activate my Defend the Innocent on Shuck. <laughs> you are innocent, Shuck. You're
0: innocent! I just, I just like Shock falls to the ground, you are innocent! What is happening right now?
2: <laughs> That's why I specified the way this looks. La
0: femme rouge! <laughs> like
2: he just crawls a little bit. La femme rouge! La garçon
0: <laughs> I think I'm accounting for everyone else. Okay.
2: Yeah, where is <laughs> this Mario?
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Did> you-
2: <laughs> What if Aspari becomes the new patron?
0: No. Let's make that happen. Aspari. Was that okay? Was that like
1: that's fine. <laughs> hurt his wrist and that, 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 that's I yeah. I don't mind bones breaking for some reason. I don't know.
3: This anine has a tiny little cast. <laughs> He's a little tiny
5: cast.
2: Well, assuming the anine lives, assuming we get <laughs> out of this alive. Des flashes finger guns with his clamp hands at Ari I mean Misha <laughs> I was just looking at Ari she was smiling he flashes finger guns
4: at Misha and goes uh is Misha is Misha conscious like Misha's fine oh yeah you're regard?
2: conscious
0: you're fine it was mostly systems rebooting after a forced shutdown <laughs>
4: <laughs> your system encountered an unexpected error He was like that that's sad. Mr.
1: Rossetti just pops up in front of your vision like did you try to turn off the game without saving first aww do they ghost kiss through Hopper
2: (laughs) Hopper is gonna just like nope out of that he just
4: like
0: (laughs) backs up
4: just look Hopper looks at the camera while
2: also
0: like going back what I love is I had that line I'm like I'm not sure if this will work and then I'm like what if Hopper's in between them and then I'm like yeah (laughs) now it's gonna work (laughs) definitely (laughs) you just take two ladies in love you stick a confused Hopper scotch together (laughs) By the way, we'll have to note down the defibrillator's abilities next session.
2: Okay, I was, yeah, I want to, like, study it.
0: Need, like, a Magical Girl transformation for the glove coming on. It was
2: so exciting! I love it so
0: much! I've been holding on to that for so long. All I knew was that... I didn't want a full suit, but I didn't want just the gloves. So I'm like, oh, it'll go up and it'll make a helmet for him. Visor.
2: But that's really cool because the calculations and the instructions on the screen. Yeah. Like, I was
0: really worried it was going to be a post-it note. with Like, <laughs>
2: turn this button. If not works, press again.
1: <laughs> Have you tried turning it off and on again?
2: <laughs> exactly. I thought it was just going to be that. Ness, I also forgot Ness was oh, there because no. I was so...
5: I, the last line should just be Ness looking up like, what the fuck just happened here?